I love when there's a good guy and a bad guy. And we just gotta crush those bad guys. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why I love Puss in Boots. That's why I like my octopus teacher. Because I, think, I never saw my octopus teacher. You know, it's, it's more ethereal. You don't know who the bad guy is. But I think that guy had sex with the octopus. The Tops Off World Tour comes back September 14th in Raleigh, North Carolina, Charlotte, Atlanta, Greenville. Next week, Evansville, Kansas City, Wichita, Dallas, Houston, Fresno, San Jose, Anaheim, San Diego, Morrison, Vail, Hollywood, Jacksonville, Mobile, Abbotsford, Seattle, Portland, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Nashville, Little Rock, Springfield, Philadelphia, Norfolk, Winston-Salem, Fairfax, Roanoke, Rochester, Worcester, Newark, Providence, and Albany. Enjoy the podcast. My wife wanted to get spray tanned. She wanted to get spray tanned uh, for her dress because her dress is top. top or, uh, is it like a lighter color? I don't know. Oh. It's a sundress and she has tan lines. And so she was getting spray tanned. And I've never gotten spray tanned, but I do love being tan. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I want to get spray tanned. And she was like, well, I guess guys don't do it. I guess it's not like something. Always, like Straight guys don't do it. It's it's more like a gay guy thing. Really? A former president? <laughs> oh, our former president was all about it. I think he did, was like. Did Donald face Trump of, spray tan for real? I mean, was that not? Or was oh, that a real thing? You think that was? I thought. How I, he was I thought born? that was. A, no, I thought that was. A, you thought that's how his natural. He just born like that mm-hmm. out of the womb. I, I mean, I don't know. I've never. Wait, seen do it. I look like Donald Trump right now? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying that other straight men have, and it's right now <sighs> you and Donald. Me and Donald Trump. Spray that I tan. know of. <laughs> I'd like to make this a real thing. Being tan <laughs> is cool. Like being tan is cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, in Asian culture, not to tell you about your own culture. No, tell but me. This is what white guys do. In Asian culture, our friends, uh, our good friends, Vietnamese, and her uh-huh. mom never wanted her in the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about like fair skin. You got to look like the owners of the world. Yeah. You got to fit in. There's you know? so much. I'm so, there's so much not to immediately digress to this. No, like, yeah. There was so much. One of the things you're Taiwanese, correct? I'm half Taiwanese. Yeah. Am I showing too much? I took my. Am I? Sh- is this a lot of skin? It's not to me, but I'm married, so I don't look at it. No, no, no. But you know, for for the people, maybe maybe there's an eight year old out there. My God, that's so much skin, and if she's I have an not. Eight year old listening to my podcast. Who we're knows? Hey, we're hey, fucked. The children is the future, and they're listening, Bert. <laughs> they are. I know they're. They, look. I, well, you know, they're going to be like, oh, my God, she's not spray tan, you know. And so now, now I'm like self-conscious. I'm like looking at your, you know, it consistently is a spray magnific- tan. It's magnificent. Yeah, have you never spray like, tanned? I mean, I'm I'm glad you got it. Uh, I have never, no. Have you I've ever gotten, waxed? I've done the regular tanning. Oh, like in a bed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's bad for you. That's bad, very that's bad. That's so bad. That's yeah. that's how you get cancer. That's how you shorten well, your so life. I used to do in Florida, we used to legit lay, lay out in the sun. Like yeah. lay out in the sun, and I yeah. loved it. It was almost right. like meditating. And then that's bad for you too. That's right? really bad for you. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm. That's. I have so much sun damage on my face because we never used sunscreen as a kid. Yeah, yeah, but you know you can't tell because now you're now it's sprayed. And You've covered it up. It covers all your flaws. The sun kills so much. The sun kills all. Yeah. You know the sun is always trying to kill us. You are know? you? Are you? If you had a place to go vacation, would you go mountain or ocean? Oh my gosh, I'm not a nature person, but really? um, now that I'm faced with the the conflict, I think uh, water. I'll go by water. Really, mountain sounds like you can fall, right? Uh, yeah, but there's there's something like like the it's so interesting when my wife and I when we got to a place where we were like, you know, we should think about getting a vacation house. She immediately wanted to go to yeah. Big Bear. 
Okay, mountains. Yeah, mountains. She wanted mountains. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be by the lakes, the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's so funny. I had no interest in mountains. I wanted to be by the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beach for me is is where you decompress. You like people. You like people. right. You like people. You can see people easier on the beach. You know, it's more fun. People watching mountain is like if you want to run into a bear. If you want to see a bobcat. Yeah. What's a bobcat look like? You'll see one. You know, yeah. Water is like, right? It's, yeah. Well, there's predators in the water, but there's but you can stay away from them. A hundred percent. In in the in the wild in mountains, you will. Uh, you ever see those videos where people just walk up on bears? Uh huh. Yeah. And then they're, they're you, like, you fought a bear. I fought a bear. Yeah. 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 See. Yeah. You yeah. already did that. Go to the beach. Wait, how, long, <laughs> how long have you been doing stand up? Thirteen years. I started. Yes, thirteen years. Yeah. 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 Thirteen years. So you started. Wow. 13 years ago, it was 2010? 2000, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's when, I feel like your first special was around then. It was, 2009, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2010. Yeah, yeah. That was my first special. And that was, uh, comedy has changed so fucking much. Comedy has changed. Comedy is more. More people doing it. Yeah. Um, when actors are trying to revive their career, they get into stand-up too. What brought you to stand-up? <laughs> uh, I really like people too. Yeah. I love people. And I think to do comedy, you do have to like people. Yeah. So it's like the human experience, what makes people laugh, what gets them down, how do I lift you back up? You know, that's what got me into stand-up. It's almost like serving people food. It is. It's a service industry. Yeah. That's where we are. I love. I love making people food. Yes. I love it more than anything. Yeah. I love to have throw a party for someone. Yeah. Like I love to have people over to my house. I love to have an event. Yes. I think that's the whole thing stand. I had this epiphany one night. I was doing uh I was doing a big venue here in LA uh-huh. and I thought, how cool is this? I I knew I was gonna do well because yeah. my fans. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I and I and, and it was the I was getting ready to film my special. Yeah. So I knew the material But worked. you were in the kitchen cooking. No, too. no, no, no. <laughs> I was just thinking I was I got a I got a I, I ended up getting uh IVs for everyone. Hell I got yeah. it catered by uh by a really great restaurant. And I thought I'm kind of just throwing a party for myself. A hundred percent. That's what it is. It's a wedding over and over and over. <laughs> it's a wedding over Every and over show. Again. And it's and the groom is here. It's yeah. me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone stand. Everyone get up. You know, it's like you stand for the bride. Yeah. It's yeah. the best. Wait, what what so where did you start? I started in L.A. because I, I was, you know, I've been in L.A. since I was eight. So when I got into it, I was like, well, I mean, shoot, am I going to go to New York? I'm, no. It's already here. Yeah. Yeah. Los Angeles, you know. And but so you, got, you moved to L.A. when you were eight. I moved here when I was eight. Not for stand up. That would be such an ambitious. Be, yeah. Can you believe? Can you imagine? Some kids are that Some ambitious. Some kids are. There are children stand ups. Have you seen them? Oh. Uh, no, I, I've seen them in uh, talent shows. Yeah, where I'm like, that's fun for yeah. talent shows, but then sometimes they're like on America's Got Talent, and I'm and I'm like, go to the playground. Yeah, go go play tag. I used to think that about like I have friends. I won't say their names, but I used to think about about friends who all started stand up at 18. Sure, I started at 26. Yeah, and I was like, you didn't even live. You didn't even go to like live a life yeah maybe not even a breakup yet. Yeah, or or, or like or authentic relationships. Yes. You're just like an authentic. As opposed to a waitress, yeah, an authentic relationship where you go, where you get your heart broken and you learn to be a, the bad guy that you don't ever want to be. A hundred percent. There's so much I learned about in college. I was in college for seven years, but yeah. but there's so much I learned about myself in college of what I did. Sorry, like. sometimes you throw things away and I'm like, 
I try not to laugh still because it's just so nonchalant. You're like, I was in college, you know, for seven years, and then, yeah. and then anyway, you know, I was in college for a very long time. Yeah, no, you're an open book. Yeah, and, and I am too. I appreciate that about you. Did you go to college? I did. I did. I also dropped out uh, of undergrad, like yeah. a year and a half in. Oh yeah. And then I went to community college. Then art school was like, we take everyone. So <laughs> then I went there. <laughs> what, did you, what did you do at art school? Oh my gosh, a lot of rolling around on the ground. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> oh one girl one girl her thesis art school you know art school but one girl this was the wildest this was when I was like oh no art school is uh, we're paying way too much money this girl brought in like a huge rock as her thesis and like put it on these tiny little planks or something that barely held it and we were supposed to go around it and like talk about the meaning of it and the rock falls dum 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 you know tumbles onto a fellow student's toe she takes she gets taken to the emergency room lost a toe and i was like yeah i don't i don't think that was worth you know that was that was not a good piece of art <laughs> no. like, what was that you brought a piece of rock from your trip back from she lost the her fucking angeles toe? forest yes oh uh, yeah a fellow student lost a toe over someone's like thesis project i'm like your parents are walking around wherever whatever small town you're from being like my daughter is at cal arts she's doing fine art you know what i mean and this is what you do you know anyway so back to college you were in college yeah. we were talking about service industry we're service people Let's just see. the you things like i didn't like parties. the things i didn't like about the, myself oh uh, yeah and the things you should learn before you go into stand-up we're going to life yeah going yeah. to life like you know I think a big the biggest problem we had in you know the in stand up where people were getting canceled or whatever was that there were people that didn't had never really lived in regular life mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they were getting thrust into comedy life where all of a sudden if you never really lived a regular life yeah and, and you started when you were young now you're asked to be an adult and be around other adults but all you know is this child childish, childish behavior yes. I'll, I'll give you an example we have two friends who got married when they were seventeen. Okay, yeah. And my wife and I were with them, and we watched them get into an argument. And they argued like they were 17. Right, you're stuck. They, you, you're stuck. <laughs> like, your your husband got to meet you when you were grown-ups. Yeah, yeah. And he had already been married before that, too. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. So nice. he, Did he have I'm, to kill her? He, um, it's, no, for, I did. <laughs> I did. And so now I have a new special. You yeah. know what I mean? You have to live. <laughs> you have to you live. You do have to live. <laughs> You can't be. That's so interesting. So they're arguing like they're seventeen. What is it like? I wanted that ice cream flavor. Was it like that? No, no, no. It was just it was their behaviors. Like oh. just shut up. And you're like, oh. you're like, you're, you're fucking fifty. Like, what are you talking? You're not. Wait, like, because my wife, when it's funny, like use words. Yeah, use words. Exactly. Yeah. And like when my wife, when I met Leanne, she didn't know how to like fight yet. She fought like she was still in high school. Oh, like okay. she she would get like angry and like not physical physical but like physical like she would she would mm-hmm. be like you could she would get like fucking mad and angry and mean yeah and she I was would like, pull you by the collar like a 90s bully yeah like that kinda, kinda. <laughs> she would just like p- touch you like, oh okay and you'd be like what yeah I like, hold on yeah. and I, I remember saying to my wife we're on the same team right like we're just you know like we're both on the same team right now we're trying to get a touchdown we uh-huh. should try to do this together like, yeah i'm sorry tell me what upset you and i'll fix it yeah and she was like this is a trick. And I was like, no, this is how people work. Yeah. But I knew that because I had been in so many bad relationships mm-hmm. that one day I went, I wonder if it's me. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I wonder why Charlie Sheen didn't say that earlier. But like, 
Because maybe he grew up too fast or like didn't get to grow up like you. His life is really hum. You have to have humbling moments. You have to have heartbreaks and then realize, oh, I'm the bad guy sometimes. I need to change. Yeah. That's why I'm like this eight-year-old stand-up comedian. I'm like, it's fun. It's fun. He's doing observational humor about his elementary school and the cafeteria lady. But yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's gonna need maybe 10 years to just go off and do stuff too. It's, it's especially like with uh, like bullying. Like oh the, yeah. The bullying mentality in comedy because most comics were bullied. Yeah. And I think for me, I have been bullied. Like obviously, but I went to an all boys Catholic high school. I mean, I think that's just mm-hmm. shit that happens. Right. I have been bullied, mm-hmm. but I'd also bullied people as as a result of like that's how that cyclical thing works right so like i had bullied people and realized i didn't like that's who i i didn't like who i was when i did that like i thought it was really gross mm-hmm. when i did it mm-hmm. and I, but i had to do it to understand and like it so when i got into comedy and i watched people who had been bullied their whole life right. now bully the fuck out of other people like really gross people bully other comics and i was like i was like oh I, man i'm not mm-hmm. that's funny they never they never got the chance to. They just only got bullied. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it translates into their art too, though? Uh, they're they're all bad stand ups. <laughs> yeah, I think it translates. It, I think it if does. you're not grown inside, <laughs> yeah. and like your brand could be that like you like to you you're not grown or whatever. Because yeah. I'm not grown, grown, and that I'm not good at paperwork and stuff. Oh, <laughs> you know whatever. I, I don't open. I don't open. I've never really opened mail. Yeah, no, I, I I use my hand, my finger, my index finger to do it. Yeah. Um, and you know, because I don't own whatever tool to do it this, with the knife that they have. The yes, Leanne's got one of those. Yeah. Sometimes, does your, so does your husband pay all the bills? <laughs> um, he does do. He he's the paperwork man, and he doesn't like doing it either. Oh, really? But it's either that or nobody opens the mail. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Well, I would go with nobody opens the mail. Yeah. I, I mean, I, when I was single, I just didn't open the mail, and that's how I found out I ran out of money. Oh my gosh, Bert, yeah. yeah. I found out I ran out of money. But that's I, not... I didn't, so I didn't, I stopped, I, I just, it would give me anxiety yeah. to open my bank statement and my bills. It would give me anxiety. Of course. And I had someone that paid it. So I was like, I'll just wait till I get a call from them. Mm-hmm. And then one day I got a call from him and I was, it was late, it was late New York time, but late, still late or LA time. Yeah. And he called me and he said, you owe... I'm off the number, but he's like, you owe the IRS like $37,000 or something. And I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, okay, we'll just pay it. And he goes, oh, I'm, I am going to. But then after that, uh-huh. I need like six grand to cover that because you don't have, you only have like 32. I forget what the exact numbers oh, were, but dang. it was like that. Okay. And then I was like, fuck. <clears throat> so I called my dad and I was like, and I was about to have Georgia. This is a wild, okay, wow. This is a wild late night call. It, it's a wild call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I called my dad and I said, "Hey, I need, I'm broke. I need six grand to pay my taxes, uh-huh. and I'm broke, and I'm, I'm about to have a kid. The fuck am I supposed to do?" And my dad started laughing uh-huh. so hard he hung up on me inadvertently. Wow. And then he and yeah. then he called back and he goes, "I am so excited for this moment." He's like, "This is what it feels like to be a man." And he's oh like, "You God. got here, man. I can't believe you got here." He goes, "Listen, I'll help you out. Wow. I'll get you out of this hole." Good. Uh, but he goes, you got to figure this out. This is part of being a dad and part of being a man. You got to figure this out. Yeah. Like you need to make humbling calls to right. people saying, "I need work. I need money. I'm about to have a kid. Can mm-hmm. you help me out?" And so yeah. I called uh, Matt Frost, who was my booking agent at the time, 
and I called Aaron, uh, who works at the Improv, mm-hmm. and they gave me a bunch of feature work for like eight hundred dollars every oh, week. Hell yeah! But it started the day, the weekend after Georgia was born, and it lasted for the full year. And it happened because someone opened the mail, <laughs> and like yeah, what I'm saying I'm is like, don't open the mail. Don't open the fucking if mail. If you don't open the mail, you don't have to make these calls and have this humbling moment and do all these feature spots, you know. And that's kind of why people don't go to the doctor too. You know what I mean? You, I have a doctor's appointment next week. It is exactly why people don't go to the doctor. No, it's good. And because, I yeah, because you know, yeah. I said to Louis C.K. I said something about uh, when was the last time you go to the doctor? He goes, I'm not going to go to the doctor. One day I'll just die. <laughs> and you're I like, mean, okay, that is one way to do it. You can also prevent the death. I know, I know. And I'm someone who doesn't go to the doctor either. I'm going to. I will. Right. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I have health insurance now. I just got on SAG health insurance. So oh, just in time. Yeah. So just, just in time. In time. I know. So I won't have it next year probably because none of us are working. But yeah, so I'll at least like I don't know. What Wait, you just got on it. And now <laughs> we're striking, and then you get off it. So Bert, what do I need to get checked? What are the what are the vitals? Like well, what do as I do? a woman, it's like breast cancer okay. is number one. Okay, a mammogram. How old you're? You're young. You're only like yeah, in, in my in early thirties. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mammogram is number one, uh-huh. and then uh, probably blood work. Why not? You you have blood work, but you know, I'm not to say like people you know get, get sick and. In their 30s, but it's not often. I mean, like everything starts showing up in your 60s. Yeah. 50, once you have 50, then you're like, then everything's 50s where everything's replaced. Everything can like go back to normal if you you don't party, right? Oh, I I do. I I drink alcohol every night. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, hard liquor. Yeah, that's not. It's fine. Okay. It's oh, thank stuff. God. See, this is why I don't need to go to the doctor. I mean, I'm yeah. talking to Bert. I yeah. mean, what am I doing? <laughs> that's the thing, because like I was like, well, you know, maybe my liver or something I should no, check. But you're I fine. mean, here here's how a doctor works. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you're my your doctor. Your, you're yeah, my doctor. This is what you're, this Hello. Exactly. Hello, sir. Hi, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, when was the last time you saw a doctor? Oh, so long. Okay. Um, eight years. Well, you're here today. That's what's important. Thanks, Doc. So, so are both your parents alive? Um, yes, they oh, are. Okay. Have they ever had any major health issues? Um, no. I mean, my dad had a stroke recently. Recently? How old's your dad? He's uh, 70s. Okay. 70s, well, yeah. That's, that's really great. And does your dad on any medication or did he just have a stroke? Well, he did drink a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. Drinking is not what's going to give you a yeah, stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like local alcohol, like moonshine. He was drinking moonshine every night. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Where does your dad live? He he lives in Bali. He lives in Bali? Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's really cool. This is cool. I'm like befriending my doctor. Yeah. Is that what's happening? Wait, well, did your dad grow <laughs> up in Bali? I'm your doctor still. I'm just your doctor. <laughs> did your dad grow up in Bali? Are you going to go hang out with my dad? No, but it's really cool <laughs> that you drink moonshine in Bali. Yeah, he does. He's cheap. He's did, a cheap motherfucker. That's why. I, I've been, have you been to Bali? I have. I love doctor. Bali. Yeah, I love Bali. Did you get Bali. any vaccines or anything before you went to Bali? Bali? Uh, oh, oh no, I didn't. No, uh, why neither did, did you? I. No, I didn't. Yeah, either. so you got. Sick. I smuggled weed into Bali on accident. Ooh, yes. Yeah, and it's not cool. You know, you can't even bring that in. So you found that from some local. After I found it after, I got we got oh. to our resort and I opened my cigar bag. Yeah, and I had. Uh, like three joints in there, and I went, "Hey, Leanne, I brought weed." And she <laughs> went, she fucking lost her shit. She was like, "It's punishable by death here." I know. And I was like, "Oops." You'll be one of those people, like on a platform, getting slashes or something. Is is Bali part of Indonesia? Yeah. And Taiwan's part of Indonesia. Taiwan is Taiwan, just on Taiwan, its own. Taiwan. Yeah, but it's Wait, close. which is the one I'm thinking of? Maybe Thailand, Singapore. 
Oh, Singapore. It's part of Indonesia. Singapore is on its own too, but it's close to Indonesia, like really close. Singapore has got and right punishable by death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think they like march you in public like you've seen in movies and yeah. then they lash you or something. And then cockroaches crawl into your ear while you sleep. Wait, what was your uh-huh. dad? Did your dad live in Bali? <laughs> it's part of the punishment. My dad my dad is Japanese. He, he uh, like grew up in Japan, but... When he retired, Bali is just like the cheap paradise yeah. that you know Japanese men go to. Japan is like so so expensive to retire in. Oh, Japan is. Have you been to Japan? Yeah, it's yeah. fucking. It's a really interesting place in that uh, culture is so different than other Asian countries. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. meaning, it's so quiet. Right. It's so ordered. Yeah. It's so, and then you get, and then all of a sudden you go to places like uh, like where's the the main crosswalk where it's like a hundred different places. Oh yeah, the Shibuya. Shibuya, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all around there, you can go into like robot sex shows. Uh-huh. And it's it's like all of a sudden, yeah. it seems like at a certain, like everyone's one character all day long. And then all of a sudden at like seven o'clock, they turn into totally lunatics. It's so true. It's, I think that's why this, I mean, not to get dark, but I think that's why the suicide rate was so high for a while. Was it high? Yeah, because I feel like people have to be like, work, work, work. Keep your head down and don't be like an individual, you yeah. know? You're part of society. Everyone's in uniforms. You know oh, what I'm there's saying? A, there's a great documentary on, um, on I think it's on Netflix, about about uh, Dayton, Ohio. Do you ever play Dayton? Oh, okay. No, I haven't been to. I'm going to Ohio uh, in a couple months, but no, not on yet. Tour? Yeah. Yes, on where, tour. Where to? I'm Cleveland. Um, Columbus yeah. and then the other one, <laughs> Cleveland, Columbus, and then Cincinnati. Oh yes, you're yeah. right. Thank you, yeah. thank you. You're you're now my booking agent. I'm okay. Now I'm your booking agent. Hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna love you in Columbus. <laughs> they are gonna love you in Columbus and in Cleveland. Are you playing the clubs or the? Theaters? I love Columbus. Columbus people and I. Columbus is are, like the hot spot yeah, of comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the mecca of Ohio comedy, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's They're where good all people. of us go. It was the first place we could all sell tickets. Are you doing the club or the a theater? I'm doing club, yeah. So oh, the and then great. my theaters aren't till the fall, yeah. And I'm doing more like my A markets then. Like where? Um, like, uh, Boston, you know, New York, uh, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, uh, you know, Toronto. Do you, do you do you sell? Do you sell to primarily Asian people, or is it just big city people? It's uh big city people, yeah. Uh, and then so when I look out, it is like white women and gays, white women, gays, white women and gays, uh, Asians, some Miami Asians. Improv. Uh, yeah, so like Tampa, Flor- Florida. So like Florida and Ohio is like new to me. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. It's like the A cities, as you can see. We have well, it now Cleveland pulled up. You're in hilarities. That's one of the best clubs in the world. Oh, I love it. I mean, I'm still getting to know. You're at the Blue Note in Hawaii. Look at how many shows you're doing at the fucking Blue Note. Yeah, Hawaii understands me. Hawaii loves. I love them. We we get along. <laughs> and then so yeah, like the A markets are like the you know DC. Toronto, Ottawa, Sacramento, or whatever, Boston. And then, you know, I don't know. My touring might not make sense, but, like, sometimes there'll be a club in between the theater dates, too. Not to be boring. Not to to suddenly start talking about. You know, this is all I give a shit about in life. Do you ever smoke too much pot and you lose your brain? Hey, guys. I just want to take a minute and talk about... These amazing tees and shorts I'm wearing from True Classics. It is my go-to destination for tees, shorts, jeans, and other closet essentials. I love how their shirts fit and feel. They're offering us, guys, premium products 
without the premium price tag. Believe me, once you try these shirts from True Classics, you will never go back to regular basics. Let's talk about these t-shirts for just a second. I know you've heard me rant about them before, but they are so freaking good. Seriously, you have not lived until you've worn one of these perfect fitting tees. They're ultra soft and cut to highlight your arms and chest while hiding your gut. Hey, listen, we all know exactly how much I weigh. You've seen my first pitch. These shirts look good on me. Plus, they come in packs because, well, we all hate laundry. Let me tell you right now, these are my favorite workout shirts. They're my favorite shirts to wear to a general meeting. They're my favorite shirts to wear on a podcast because, quite honestly, especially when I sit down, you just see jacked arms, jacked shoulders, and it hides all the stuff I hate, and they are so cut. They're cut perfectly. I'm telling you, a dude like us made these shirts. So if you're ready to make the easiest summer upgrade, shop right now at trueclassic.com and save 25% off with the code BIRDCAST. Shop True Classic now and don't let your closet be a bummer this summer. We are supported by Black Buffalo Zero. If you're 21 and older and chew or dip like me, (laughs) check out award-winning tobacco alternative Black Buffalo Zero. It's everything you love about dip. Nothing you don't. No compromise, long-cut pouches made from edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, Black Buffalo comes And all our favorite flavors, all the classic ones, wintergreen, mint, straight. They have peach. They also even have blood orange. Let me tell you something. I'm a man without any treats right now. And if I got one treat, it's Black Buffalo Zero. I love nothing more than the ritual of throwing it on my lip and starting a conversation. We're talking about business stuff. You can't just light up a cigar in the middle of a business meeting, but you can discreetly throw in a Black Buffalo Zero and you feel like you are back in college. Your juices get flowing, and I'm telling you, the taste, the smell. If, you, if you're like me, you know. Black Buffalo sells their products online and ships directly to your front door at blackbuffalo.com. You can use our promo code BERT for 15% off your first order. Black Buffalo also sells their products in thousands of retailers across the United States. Check out their store locator to find a location near you. I get mine from the AMPM, at least that's where I got them from the road trip. We were just that. I saw it on the thing. I grabbed it. Honor your rituals with Black Buffalo. One last time. That's 15% off your first order with code BERT at blackbuffalo.com. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Do you ever smoke too much pot and you lose your brain? I do that just like from too much sun exposure. I don't smoke that. I don't smoke weed. My husband does. Weed doesn't. I feel like I'm wasting people's money when I smoke weed. Yeah. Because I just go, oh, goodbye. And then I, so, um, no, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I've done it. I've felt that. In Almost like a psychosis ways. where, where mm-hmm. you can't, you're no longer in control of your brain. Oh, okay. Not that. Yeah. Can you do that from alcohol? Uh, no. Okay. Then maybe I've never felt it. Like it's, I know that I know that I think if I'm not mistaken, schizophrenia is runs in y'all's family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I felt if I felt ever felt anything, yeah, I felt schizophrenic, meaning from I, just giggling about these ideas. No, when I was 17, I would just I I got high and I oh. couldn't control my brain. Oh. My brain was going off, and I went, "Hold on, it was a panic attack. It's a panic oh, attack wow. now." I know. Okay. But I thought I was getting schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And it, it runs in my family. I have an uncle that has schizophrenia. Oh, got it. And I remember thinking, oh, fuck, did I just break my brain? And then I, <laughs> and then I got back to normal. Mm-hmm. But I would always, and then panic attacks felt like schizophrenia to me. Wow. And then when I had this and I was making myself giggle, I was I had this weird moment where I realized if I'm making myself laugh, mm-hmm. 
I am no longer in control of my thoughts. My thoughts are coming out of nowhere. Dang. They're, they're like coming out of nowhere because it's making me giggle. And yeah. the only reason you giggle is because it surprises you. Right. right. And so I was like, wait, where are these thoughts coming from? And I sat in my car and I go, am I losing my mind? Yeah. Because like, this is what crazy people this do. This is a very deep thought, by the way. You uh, yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also scary if you think it, it it's is coming from nowhere. It's Because it, your ideas come from, like, do you ever have an idea and you go, where did that come from? Yeah, no, usually I always like to know where things come from. Yeah. I have to. It's how I stay sane. Yeah. Any thought. It's because someone talked about this. It's because I watched this. Yeah. But if it feels random, I don't know. Yeah. Random. I mean, I had, I mean, I have dreams sometimes where, uh, like, uh, I, this is insane. So I, I had a dream one time that I was reading the names on a, uh, on a, a buzzer mm -hmm. to, like, get into a building. Mm -hmm. And as I'm reading the names, I realize I'm dreaming. I realize I'm asleep and that I'm dreaming mm -hmm. and that I am, I, in my head, am making up the names as I read them. As I uh. read them, my brain is creating them and putting them in there. Wow. And so I, I realize if I choose to not see a name, a name won't be there. But the, and in this, I realize I'm dreaming. I'm just dreaming. Yeah, yeah. And so I realize, well, if this is a dream and I can create the names and I can create any scenario I want. And I said in my dream, crazy enough, I was like, I want to have sex with my wife. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to walk into the room and my wife will be in there. And I walked into the room and my yeah. wife was there because I could create everything in my dream. Okay. But that, it's called lucid dreaming. I do that a great deal. Where you're controlling what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And then I have wild fucking dreams. Yeah, yeah. Like wild fucking dreams. Because you that, can go wherever. Yeah, because you can you can take it and then I can go back into dreams. Like yeah. if I wake up and I'm not done with the dream. Uh -huh. I had one night where it was just one fucking dream. The whole fucking night, I kept going back into this dream. Maybe you have high-functioning schizophrenia. Or, <laughs> I don't know. i got to be honest with you. I wonder. I wonder if I do. Maybe. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, but you're so in control of your own brain, too, though. I'm in control of it. But it's like, it's like stand-up. You know, it's like when you... Do you ever get on those times where you're just kind of going? Yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, like, where are these thoughts. words coming from? Where yeah. are these words coming from? But it's so exciting. I always think it's from the th thing I said before. Yeah. Even if it's random, you know, even if it seems random, it's like, well, oh, it's because I'm going to, I had this thought in the past and then this kind of reminded me of that. At, at least that's what it's like for me. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. Like, I've never had anyone ask what made, what was the first time you giggled about something you said you, you know? remember what was your because it's always like, like it's always how, when was the first time you made other people laugh right yeah yeah what but was yeah. your first joke that worked um the first joke that worked it went like this i said oh this guy found out i was japanese and he was like you're japanese i have a good friend who works at mitsubishi do you know tom and i'm like tom no i don't fucking know tom and i get all mad and i go i know gary <laughs> and it's so dumb <laughs> but it's like my first joke and it worked. It's a bait and switch. And Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb, you know? And uh yeah. Um, but but with jokes, yeah, like I know now when I'm when I when something makes me giggle that for the most part it will work. Yeah. Did you grow up with your grandmother? Yeah, my grandma raised me, yeah. So at eight? And she has no sense of humor. Or her sense of humor is pretty lowbrow. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? It's what we've realized recently. Wait, where's your grandmother from? She's from Taiwan. She's from Taiwan? Yeah, she's and from And did Taiwan. you move here with, at eight with her? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I moved with her, and, and then she brought, she brought me and my mom along. She kind of okay. takes care of my mom because of the mental illness stuff. And you're in, in L.A.? In L.A., And yeah. so you, your mom, and your grandmother, your mom was how old when you were eight? 
20 i'm 30 years old i'm guessing yeah 20, she's like in her oh gosh yeah pro- like already like 40 i think oh for real mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. are you yeah. an only child i'm the only child yeah and so and so then your mom has deals with some mental illness and then it's just mm-hmm. you and your grandma yeah yeah so grandma took care of her took care of me and that's why with me she's like you don't want i was like no i don't want kids she's like thank god i just don't think I can do another one. She's already assuming <laughs> I would you, drop it off, yeah. too. I don't think I could do another one. <laughs> She's like, you would drop it off at... I was like, uh-huh, I would. <laughs> I would, yeah, because I've seen you do it so well. <laughs> you just do it so well, Grandma. I just thought... Yeah, so we wouldn't... We, Yeah, in fact, um, Ryan, who's in the room, we keep pointing that way. Yeah, he's right. My he's husband's right in here, the yeah. room. I don't know who we're talking to. Uh, but yeah, he's going to get a vasectomy, we decided, oh, in for October. Real? yeah oh nice now does, is there is there a part of you because I, I don't know how much we can share or not but like you're okay yeah, well, but good, your yeah. mother deals with can he talk too. or yeah. he's because yeah, yeah. he's just, he's doing just come over physical can you open up another mic? Can you open another mic? <laughs> do you want to yeah. talk yeah ryan's now sitting down ryan's so your, here. your mom and your mom are both schizophrenic right yeah yes. yeah and so is there a part of you that goes what are the genetically are we gonna have a child with schizophrenia yeah. Yeah. And that and and you watched your parents go through it and you got to be like there's I don't want to No. It's it's a, it's a curse. It is. Yeah. My uncle's schizophrenic. Yeah. yeah. And curse. so how is he? Does he have kids? He's dead now. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he that was, so he's free. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, he did not have kids. I hope he's yeah. He lived on the he lived on the my dad's going to kill me if he hears this. <laughs> um he lived on the street. He he was he was homeless in uh-huh. Miami. Mm. Oh, got uh, it. In South Florida. Yeah, and my other uncle took care of him, but he was—I think he was a pretty bad alcoholic—and uh-huh. he just battled schizophrenia. And the one time I hung out with him yeah. was at a Thanksgiving, and in a weird romantic way, I thought because I—I had always had OCD, anxiety, panic attacks. I'd always felt like I was crazy that I thought I would connect with him. Mm. and it it was very clear that there was no connection right you were like, like oh yeah. di- we're different we're very different i <laughs> yeah. didn't realize it he was out on the end of our dock smoking uh-huh. and i went out and i was like what's up skipper uh-huh. i'm bert and he was like yeah yeah okay oh, yep and he was just like and i was like oh wow yeah and he was yeah. drinking and i was like okay this is we're not gonna have a connection at all he's in a different place right now yeah, yeah and he was yeah. and then and then i think he was drinking and i think he took some medication to get through dinner and he was out of it uh-huh. And it was it was just not it, it is a curse. A That's curse. such a deep moment to also be like, okay, you know what? I'll find my fellow weirdos somewhere else. Yeah. And that's also what like comedy is too. It's like, oh, I thought we were gonna connect. Mm, okay. You know. And it's it's rare, like, you know, when I we found out our moms have the same thing. I was like, what are the chances? And we're attracted to each other? And like, you know what I mean? So many things had to come into place was there a lot of similarities in, that you talked about like in childhood where you went oh i had that moment too yeah 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 I mean, it's, it's very different childhoods but yet very but a lot of similarities in the way that we related to the people who were our caregivers what's crazy is that women don't normally get schizophrenia it's usually men yeah yeah we're lucky that way <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and i hear it's part. like covid hits guys faster too or something really yeah covid hits men like easier I've you know co- i'm using COVID scientific terms <laughs> have you oh my times. god yeah i feel like it hits guys like 
And I'm not a scientist. I feel like I'm still getting COVID. <laughs> like, I feel like I just got You're COVID like, again. I have it now. But no one tests for it anymore. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, just so you know, I'm, I I pick up COVID pretty. <laughs> I got COVID. I get COVID when no one else gets COVID. I get COVID. I've gotten COVID. You're like, I had COVID in 2017. Yeah, I had it. <laughs> I, I had it. The last time I got COVID was not, not even the last time. I think I had it again. I think I just had it. But I, I had COVID uh, when I shot my special. I got it. Oh it, my god! Yeah, you just self generated You at this point. you were on stage with COVID. I was. On, I had COVID. I was. I was. What do we call it? COVID plus H positive. Oh, what do we call it? What do we call it? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know there was a new kind. No, what, yeah. What was? I thought there was like a COVID positive. What was? I don't know. Yeah. I I was. I had COVID when I shot that special. I had COVID because we got on. Uh, I got a private jet to take everyone home. It was a big deal. It was a big special, yeah. and so I was like, it I was, was like, I'll get a jet. I'll fly everyone home, and yeah. and, uh, and I gave it to everyone on the bus <laughs> on the plane. Hey, but that jet though. That jet is a G six, and that special fucking... though. We watch it. It's oh, so great. Thank you. Thank so you. Great. It is. Covid did not you, like, stop you. Really rally. It, like whatever. Maybe covid doesn't give you symptoms, but you. No, I I got I developed. I, so I was getting a sore throat the day we pulled into Omaha. So we shot four shows, two nights. Mm-hmm. So we pull on on Wednesday. We shot Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So we pull on Wednesday, and I was getting a sore throat, and I went no, and I wasn't drinking at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm gonna just take, uh, I'm gonna take Nyquil, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna kick it out. And I took Nyquil, and it went away. And then I was fine that day. And then I think I also think Secret Time. I think my assistant had COVID. And oh. I think, because we were testing for COVID back then. Yeah, right. And he didn't show up the first day of testing. He was like, you know what? I'm sick. I'm going to stay home. <laughs> and I think I think he dodged it. I think me and him, I think he's had it as many times as I have. Mm-hmm. He, he's had it so much that the second to last time, no, the last time I got it, he just showed up without a mask and was like sitting with me and was like, buddy, I am done giving a fuck about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but- he's like, give it to me. I know yeah. you have it. Infect me. He made me spit in his mouth, and, and I was like, "Pete." And he was like, like, "Maybe if you do it enough, I'll, I'm just, I am COVID." Yeah, I never had mono. I always wanted mono. Uh, you, you, you. I've have, always wanted mono. Mono is like the one that was like at 13. Everyone's like, "Ooh, you have a boyfriend. You got yeah. mono." Well, it's, it, it, it was like a cool venereal disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. It means like yeah. you kissed a lot. So it was like. Oh, yeah. you really know how to work a roller skating rink if you got mono. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roller skating rinks is where everyone's first kiss happened. Oh, oh. We, we, I feel like you're more of the same generation, and I uh, roller skating. How old are you? I'm 45. We're closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're closer than you. You're yeah. younger. You're. Mm-hmm. You're. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait. So wait. Where did you? Where Where was your first kiss at, Ryan? First kiss was at a a library at school. <laughs> oh, okay. with Jessica, a girl named Jessica. Wow. And then she immediately walked out and told everyone that was horrible. <laughs> oh no. And so I walked out into the situation. It was it was quite fun. My friends had a blast with it. They thought it was the best thing they'd ever heard. And oh. so we heard they were about like, it. Forever. Ryan sucks at kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, and I of course was like, of course I do. That was the first time I ever did that. Cause I was pretty certain uh, when I put my tongue in her mouth that something she, like she gave that look of like if you smell something bad or t- like it's just this wasn't how it's supposed to go yeah and i think i just jetted it in there i also like that you had your eyes open oh i'm definitely like my eyes, eyes were open, open. your wide eyes open. were open yeah. during your first yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, you, you want to make sure no one's like out there to get you well i want to well i didn't know you were supposed <laughs> to close your eyes close your eyes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was what just do like, you mean i it comes <laughs> from movies and stuff i didn't know i didn't i never watched oh I, this is how i guess if you haven't watched i didn't know what my body was doing at that point i was just like 
This is really happening. I, I, I cannot, I can, I cannot, I cannot predict nor uh, control <laughs> any part of anything in me yeah. that is guttural. So like, wow. so if I make you a sandwich, right, and I go take a bite. Yeah, this is my daughters lose their minds when I do this. I go here. I made you a great breakfast sandwich. You go great. I go take a bite, and you take your first bite. Uh-huh. I will also air bite. I'll go. Whoa, that's amazing. And I do that. And so I also do it with, when I was a kid, I would do it with kissing scenes. So if I watch people kissing on the screen, yeah. I would then start going, that's, when that's you act, amazing. do you ever mouth the words of the other actor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially, you know especially, if I, especially if I'll like, like, uh, I'll be like, uh, you know, it'd be funny if you said this and then they go, oh yeah, let me try it. And then they'll be like. That and as they say it, I go. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it like differently. Segura does it too, but we'll we'll air talk if we're writing. If I'm writing out a bit, I'll just be like, uh huh, right. Of oh, course, she does that. Yeah, and then my yeah. wife will be like, "Are you working on something?" And I'll be like, "Huh?" She'll be like, "You're clearly working something out." I'll be like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I'm. I used to get embarrassed about it. Now I just go, "Yeah, that's how we make money." Yeah, Shut yeah, the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, and I, so yeah, yeah, I don't whisper it anymore. Where I'm yeah. like, yeah, and so and then he was like this, and then she was like, ha ha ha, and then so I just, I mean, I still am quieter. I'm not insane. Yeah, you know, Ryan's trying to watch well, videos closer, of you. I'm in closer into insane, in my opinion, <laughs> these days, especially if I get into something and I'm on a plane. Yeah. Oh. I just go, hey guys, everyone's gonna have to deal with this. If you have a thought. Oh, uh-huh, and, and, yeah. and I'm you at do an it. age, uh, get ready for this, Ryan. Yeah. I'm at an age where emotion will take me over. And I'll get a thought that'll make me feel, and then I'll start crying, and I just put on sunglasses and just let myself cry. Bert, it's crazy. That's, that's really good. I let, that's so I, good. It happens so much. I can't, I have things I have a hard time saying. Like, there was a, there was a moment where I was, I had to do this thing and say a sentence, and I was really, it made me emotional. And uh-huh. even practicing saying it, I'd start crying. Even practicing saying it, right. I'd start crying. But yeah, I I I really wonder if like if they if they put me into an insane asylum mm-hmm. and they just ran me through the list of questions mm-hmm. and I was honest, I wonder if I'd make it out. Oh, oh, because well, <laughs> honestly, and I'm maybe not the right person to, you know, be judging, but everything you've said makes me think wow that, that that all comes from empathy and i'm like oh. that's awesome you do that because mm-hmm. i think people should be in tune with their emotions like that all the time i'm very empathetic i hope the whole plane i wish the whole plane was able to cry just thinking about stuff you know and i think you do cry easily on a plane just a side note oh yeah. anyway i wonder oh, yeah, anyway an there's gotta be, anyway yeah i cried the first time i full-blown cried on a plane was the movie Walking Tall with The Rock. <laughs> yeah, and it's always movies like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, he takes his Avatar. shirt off. And Ava- For me, it was Avatar. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's obsessed. And uh, and we even cried watching Puss in Boots, Last Wish. For real? Yeah. Last Wish. Even the, the title just suggests Come that on. I might be crying. Isn't this so sad? The Dude, Last when, Wish? So when when we went, I went to the, I went to the Marvel... Uh, the big one where spoiler alert, uh-huh. where like everyone gets disintegrated. Did you see that? Yes, movie? yes, yeah. They they knows this little snap. Yep. Uh huh. When when Spider Man looks at when little Spider Peter Parker, the little Spider Man, that yeah. guy, whatever Thomas Howell or whatever his name mm-hmm. is, uh-huh. when he looks at Iron Man and says, "Hey, what's happening?" 
What's happening? Oh, yeah. I started uh, sobbing, crying, and uh, Isla goes, are you crying because of Spider-Man? A hundred percent, Isla. you such a big Spider-Man fan. And I was like, Isla, why are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be yeah. a Spider-Man fan. Yeah. Isla, I have a heart. Yeah. Father has a heart. Uh, I remember one time I came in, and uh, and I came into the girls' room, and this is when we were in our old house, and I was, I'd been on the treadmill, and I had gotten a call from our, this is when I dealt with the dogs. This is how long ago this was. I got a call. Leanne only deals with the dogs. I don't deal with dogs anymore because I just, yeah, I don't have the bandwidth. And so uh, the vet called and said, you know, Priscilla, we went back in. The surgery we did on her knee didn't take. Mm. And listen, it's I hate to say this, but her other knee is now bad. So we're going to have to do both knees or, or we can just, you know, put her down. She's under at the moment. She's mm-hmm. under. Mm-hmm. And we can just put her down. And I was like, wait, hold on hold on, what's it cost to do both knees? And he told me it was like 10 grand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, hold on, I got to think about this. And he goes, well, we've got a little time. We've got, we're going to go in and, and clean up what we hear. But if you if you just let us know, call us within the next five, 10 minutes, and we can just put her down. And so right. I, I'm on the treadmill, and I go in, and I, really, I have to process this information, and I start crying. Mm. thinking i gotta talk i gotta relate this news to leanne i go in the girls are in the room and i'm crying and georgia and isla go oh mom look at dad he's crying wow. and leanne looks at them and she goes hey guys if dad's crying we're all about to be crying in about two minutes a hundred percent and they're like what she goes what's going on and i was like it's priscilla and then georgia and i was like wait what's wrong with priscilla and i was oh, like no. oh no one's making fun of you for fucking crying <laughs> yeah 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 oh my god are you crying for spider-man yeah bitch <laughs> yeah. yes bitch i have to deal with priscilla i have to deal with yes daddy no and so i feel that same way you know like oh by the way puss in boots last wish you know if the title got you emotional already i'll tell you the plot really quick or the synopsis give me the synopsis well you know how cats have nine lives right yeah. so oh, this yeah. cat realizes that he's on his ninth life and so how will he live it now because he's been kind of a shitty cat and cocky how and a party he, animal yeah and a party animal how will he live his last life left come on i'm already emotional okay <laughs> delta airlines yeah i'm in the fucking air bawling my eyes out <laughs> it's his last life he'll have no more you know what i mean yes. it's like uh, yeah that's the kind of shit that um i care about Anyway, so we brought you in here because you were going to get a vasectomy. Oh, you're going to get a vasectomy. Oh, that was, I was like, I was trying to remember. I was like, was, was this schizophrenia? No, vasectomy. Did you ever vasectomy. want kids? And not to make you stuck not here, you can also go no. back. No, I think both of us were kind of, I think when you kind of uh, raise your parents yeah. a little bit, uh, it kind of, you, feel, you kind of feel like you did that a little bit or you're always doing that. Yeah. Like for instance, what you said about your relative and being homeless, like there's not a day that goes by that we don't kind of like reckon with the fact that if it wasn't for her grandma, and my dad, my mom would both be, our moms in, would the be in the streets. Really, 100%. she's always trying to be in the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they would be, they would be. Their one psychotic break from walking out that door, and then everyone goes, "Where'd they go?" And nobody knows. Yeah, because the the, the it, it it spirals the brain. What you were talking about, what you were talking about earlier was racing thoughts. Yeah. Now imagine actual voices reminding you of every mistake you've ever made, and then holding it against you, like in real time. Yeah, my like mom has like eight voices. Really? Are they yeah. Asian voices? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah. I, I was a joke I used to have. No, it's like it's a small world. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no. I was. I, used, I said, "Can you?" Oh, I used to have a joke because uh, people would just yell things out in the audience, and I, I made yeah. one time. I said, "Is this what schizophrenia feels like?" And then I was like, 
And then, uh, and then a woman went, no. And I went, really? I said, do you have schizophrenia? She goes, I do. Oh, my God. And I said, wow. And I said, wait, do you hear women's voices or men's voices? Uh-huh. She was like, what? And then I was like, wait, would I hear women's or men's? Would I hear black dudes or older Asian women? Or would I just hear dudes? Would I hear like, would it sound like, like barstool sports in my head? <laughs> like just a bunch of bros just being Doug like, Porter. Fucking, let's fucking go. <laughs> fucking who wants us in? No, yeah. I mean, it's probably that. It's probably you. So your mom hears it's, Asian women's it voices? It stems from you. So it's still a part of, like, mm-hmm. when you dream, it's like your voice, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to suddenly dream in Spanish. Maybe. I used to dream in Russian when I lived in Russia. Oh, okay, But I yeah. didn't know what they were saying. Okay, well. So everyone was yelling in Russian, and I was always in the dream going, I don't know what you're saying. You have to slow down. <laughs> and then everyone was talking in Russian because that was my day to day. When I worked at Barnes & Noble, yeah. I dreamt that I was shelving books all night. Wow, like, yeah. That's a fucking living hell. When oh. you're living your living hell, and then right. you're dreaming your living hell. A hundred percent, yeah. So I guess it does depend on your environment. Yeah. Did it don't? Did your mom ever do drugs or did it just show up? She didn't. Yeah, it showed up. It was like, oh, you know what it was? It was postpartum depression that brought it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, right after fuck. she right after she had me. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, the depression was already there. And she already had seizures since she was 13 from a head injury. So she was every time she would get seizures, she would feel embarrassed. Like she couldn't drive. She couldn't really, you know be in society as a normal person. Mm-hmm. She had a hard time making friends. And so she would get depressed anyway. So anyway, it was postpartum that. Is she pretty? Yeah, I think she was so beautiful. She's beautiful. You're, you're pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I your think grandma, she's so Your grandmother is an attractive lady. Yeah. yeah. Like I, it's crazy that that would. Now she's more like, you know, she's at home all the time, recluse. She just, she doesn't exercise. She she hasn't showered in like 20 years. That's She's just given she's afraid up. Of soap. She's part afraid of, of soap. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's part of the paranoias. And, and she just doesn't feel like there's anything really to like get pretty for or live for, you know, because she doesn't drive. She doesn't have a job. She has no friends. She hears seven voices all day. She has seizures five times a week. And so she's just like at home, you know? And so. Um, Does she, is, is she aware of your success? Yeah. Yeah. I, is she I, proud of it? Yeah, she is. In fact, she's always like, when she hears that I'm taking a break, like if I'm like, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do a podcast, mom, today. I, she's like, what are you up to tomorrow? I'm like, doing a podcast with Bert, you know. And she'll be like, but you should be, you should go back on the road. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I am. I have dates, you know, next week. This is kind of like a tiny break. She's like, okay, but like try to get back. as You know, she's always like, now she's about, now that she sees what it can do or yeah maybe buy her <laughs> oh really it was there a, that is a and your mom's 70 oh she's she's yeah she's like 60 66 yeah and yeah. Did, when did your mom get it my it, it came in like uh like early 30s when i was a kid like very young it was at, actually it was actually after, after, after i was too. born well they didn't where my family says it is and what it actually is is different because i've had to do some investigating and it i found out my dad just casually was like, well, I mean, there's the, she did after um, she got pregnant. When she got pregnant with Eric, she did cry for nine months. And I was like, that's not normal. Yeah. And, um, and, then that, and then I found out there was a couple other things that happened. That, and then at some point, the stress, it's usually like a big stressor happens yeah. in life. And they, like, it, like for my mom at least, that was the thing that kind of kicked off. And then she kind of lost control of her brain. 
and it kind of never came back. Which Medication sucks. helps. Which most, my mom. Postpartum feels like so mm. normal. I mean, it's that really sucks that that's such a normal part of pregnancy. Yeah. I'm new to it. I don't really know. Is it just like they get depressed after the kid or is it like I think it's like snake oil. It's not real. Keep going. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, okay. It's, so it's a made up thing. <laughs> no, it's it's I think it's a chemical thing. Yeah. It's I think a it's chemical a chemical thing. thing. I, I think But it is after birth or something. I think my mom right? was overwhelmed and thought Oh, I'm not going to be able to handle this. I, oh, I can't rise to the occasion. I can't yeah. control my own brain because I remember her saying stuff like, even as an adult, like she would. My dad would say she would say stuff like, um, um, like uh, maybe if I just die, he'll get another wife and she'll do better than me. But I think sometimes I think that about like uh, about my teeth. Like, so mm -hmm. I, I had like a, I had like a tooth issue. Yeah. And and they were like, yeah, we're gonna have to break your jaw and fix to fix that tooth, and then. And breaking your jaw, we're gonna probably have to replace just all your teeth. We're gonna have to. Oh. And then I was like, and then I remember being in bed, going like, or I can just see if I die first. Yeah. And then yeah. going like, because I'd rather just might be easier if I just die. Right. Instead of deal all with this... this jaw shit. Oh yeah, my yeah, god. It becomes overwhelming. Dental pain is like that. It's right. it's like a suicide pain. Dental pain is like a. I it causes dark dark thoughts. I saw once um, I was reading an article in wherever and it was about suicide and about people jumping off the golden gate bridge and one of them was a guy he just had a note in his pocket that said uh it said because of a toothache oh yeah. that makes me so so oh, sad well it's 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 the when the pandemic first hit i had a hole in this tooth in the backpack tooth i had like a hole in the like right like if this is your tooth yeah. It wasn't in the center. It was like right on the side. Yeah. And I'd had it for a while. Uh -huh. And what happened is food got stuck in it and I'd never gotten it out. And then all of a sudden, one day, it just actually, it wasn't even that tooth. It was in this tooth. So it's a it was hole? top. It was a top tooth. Uh huh. And I had one in the bottom one, but the one in the bottom one didn't hurt. And then all of a sudden, the one in the top one hurt, started hurting. And it, and I'm saying it was, it was, it's a it's an unquantifiable amount of pain meaning i can't explain it to you because yeah. you'll never you have to have it you have to have it it's like depression i guess yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I always say like i always say i deal with depression but but not that i deal with depression but that i'm like i dabble in depression mm -hmm. but like i don't really right, like right. but i'm you, not you really hit, depressed you, you hit bouts of it and you are down yeah, yeah. I, I woke up this morning and, you are and i depressed. Thought, thought i'm a failure i'm not doing anything with my life i should really focus and work why haven't I done anything? Like uh -huh. I've taken three days off now. I went to the beach this weekend. What the fuck do I have to show for it? And then I saw my spray tan and I was like, okay, I'm fucking <laughs> shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were like doing a hypothetical. You felt all that way today. Oh, today when I woke oh up. Oh my God, Bert. I woke up yeah. and I was like, I was like, I have not done anything. I, I don't have, I don't, I haven't worked on my new hour. I haven't promoted my new, my new tour dates. I have tour dates in the fall that I haven't announced technically. I put them on sale, but I didn't do an announce video. And I usually do an announce video to bring up tour dates. Yeah. And I go, fuck. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, I go, I have tickets to sell at Red Rocks. I got, like, I just started stressing. Sure. And then Leanne comes in and goes, do you want to do therapy? And I was like, well, that's crazy. And I was like, no. And then I was like, yeah, okay. I'll do and she goes, he can do it in 15 minutes. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I do it online. I do it yeah. only online. I love online yeah. therapy. So and you so got then, to do right after that sort of spiral. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I just, it's a bunch of things about like just everything. And then I got up and Leanne was like, hey, you need to wash off your spray tan. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. 
And I looked at myself in the mirror and I got so attracted to myself. You're so gorgeous. <laughs> I'm like, telling I you. Like, I, lo- I looked so good. And I was like, oh, sweet. I got a spray tan. And, yeah. then I, and then I went out and I did therapy. And I did therapy different. I didn't like, I just kind of talked f- about thoughts at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it morphed into what I'm dealing with and what I'm going through. And then it, and then all of a sudden I was like, I, I thought I had you at noon. Oh, okay. And so, so I, and it was 11 when I got done therapy. And yeah. I knew we were shooting a video from 11 to noon. And so all of a sudden, that anxious energy wow. of getting over here, getting the thing shot. And then they said, she's not coming until one. And yeah. all of a sudden, I relaxed. We shot this really cool video before. Oh, nice. You did it. Came, yeah, we shot a video in this house. That's why I'm in this outfit. Hell yeah. And to Love announce it. the fall tour dates, we shot a video. It's you a good video. It. And then we had lunch, and I ate healthy. And I lost 3.6 kilograms yesterday. Nice. So I weighed myself. Bert, this day is. I feel like you've, and then, you've you've been awake ten hours. I know, and then and then I, and then I got excited to talk to you because uh, it's fun when you find a. It's fun when you find a comic, you know, when you find the comic, not when someone goes, you know, who you should check out, but when you find them. And there's only a couple people that I have found where I go, who is this? And then I'll text people, who is this person? And then they'll go, oh, and I t- I texted Berbigly about you. You were on tour with him. Oh and I yeah, I saw yeah. you. And you were doing a video with him on stage, and it, I forget what it was. And then I got onto you and your grandma doing the drop challenge, right, right, and right. I started laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> it's such a great fucking. It's such a great, you know. It's like it's like idea. We were talking about ideas earlier, but when you get an idea mm-hmm. and you do it, and it makes you laugh, and then mm-hmm, it makes other mm-hmm. people laugh, mm-hmm. and then you kind of forget that you've created something, and yeah. it goes into your like list of things that like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh I did see that. That was funny. Right, so was, right. And uh and I just and I just I, I, just and I was like I was like, oh thing. I get to hang out with someone I want to talk to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my God, Bert, you did so much. I'm see, and that's an arc. That's a that's a happy arc. <laughs> yeah. That most people, you know well, if I can not drink tonight, then that'll be <sighs> wait, so you're trying not to drink at I'm night right now? Drinking today. Okay, for a while. Do no till Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. But Hell like, yeah! That's yeah. I mean that's the kind I, of goal I'm trying I had, to make. I had I weighed myself yesterday. It was the fattest I've ever been, and uh, in kilograms, I I, I luckily the but scale were, uh-huh. the world works out, and I my scale was broken, and I saw so I wasn't weighing myself the last few days, and I but I was like oh I wonder what I weigh, and then uh-huh. yesterday I weighed myself, and for whatever reason the scale was turned down to kilograms, and I that's only, insane. I know <laughs> that I mean I would spiral for a while. And not even check to see if it was on the right settings. I would throw the thing. I would cut all my hair off. Like, I would run out and start drinking. I don't know. I said, I weighed myself and I got so depressed because I go, I know kind of what this number is, but I don't know what this number is, but I know what it's kind of over. And Uh, I went and I was like, and I, and I worked out and I was like, I'm going to fucking, I literally said, I have to quit drinking. I have to go drinking for a period of time uh-huh. to dr- shed some weight to get normal. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to Montreal on Thursday. Right. To be honored. To be honored. That's cool. Yeah. But fun. it's, you know, it's interesting. I had a weird thought. Quick question. Is kilograms lower or higher than pounds? Uh, lower. Lower. Okay. So like. Oh, I would multiply by too much. I would be like, oh, I think I'm 400 pounds. Oh, no, no, no. We no, don't no. keep yeah. a scale in our house. Yeah, we don't keep a scale for this reason. Anyway. For real? Oh, yeah, but sc- scales. Well, I. I I, you know what I do also is I measure myself. So I measure from my belly button around. Uh-huh. I measure from my waist around. Mm-hmm. I measure my shoulder or my chest at my nipples. 
I measure my biceps, my legs, and my and my neck. <laughs> this and so, like a bit. No, yeah. no, I swear so to God. You kind of just know your so, measurements. So that around. I know that if if because all you really want is to feel good. Like, yeah. I don't care what the number is. Yeah. And so it's a little bit of a misnomer with that weight number. Yeah. In kilograms, because I'm on testosterone and I'm lifting weights a lot, and I'm the strongest I've ever been, mm-hmm. and I'm stronger than I think I'm stronger than like, if I'm not mistaken, I'm all I. I think I'm stronger than like uh, 95% of the world, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's based like on something what I can you bench can press. Like I oh, saw wow. this thing that if you could bench press 300 pounds, you're in yeah. the 1% strongest people in the world. That makes wow. sense. So see what see if you can find that. See if you can Google that. And so I, I can. I'm all, I'm close to benching 300 pounds. And so, like, I, I think I can. Oh, then why are you even like why bother to weigh really out of well, curiosity? I think, well, because I think out of because, curiosity because. Uh, I, I still want I still want to lose weight, and I'm curious. And I but uh-huh. I think there's a lot of muscle in there. Yeah, that's that is like I benched two twenty five ten times the other day when we were at Nebr- University of Nebraska, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "Oh shit, you're actually strong." So I am strong. I am muscular, but yeah. I, but I am I do have a ton of fucking fat on me. Yeah. I want to get rid of the fat around my stomach is what I want to do. But my measurement. So here's what's crazy. My measurement around my belly button is the same size as, as when Rose i was Bud's not belly? working out and I, was that as rosebud's belly it actually is <laughs> no we saw the it picture actually is. we saw that, the picture it was a beautiful gorgeous beautiful gorgeous album cover that was a great uh-huh. that was a great picture beautiful nat geo cover. shout out to todd todd put that together at the last minute and then stav was like i want to do one <laughs> so we did one with stavi too but yeah I, I just want my measurements around my belly button are the same as when i was 240 pounds mm. but would not working out no mm. workout whatsoever Mm. so i don't know yeah you've been you know we we bench yeah. press what you know, uh all it is 50. i i've got a fucked up shoulder from trying to bench press you drunk yeah so we don't oh, do really? that we yeah. don't do that but kind of stuff you guys been together we've been together for like eight years I think, yeah roughly yeah oh talk in here so you don't sound uh, eight like years you're in water yeah or yeah, yeah and did you where did you guys meet we met on a film set for a friend uh was making a short film he's an actor trying to like get into filmmaking and um i got was acting in it and she was producing in it yeah and then we started dating we we immediately were attracted to each other we were just flirting all day and she was the funniest person i'd ever met in my life and um then we started dating and at some point uh, you know it became apparent to me i was like no you're the performer <laughs> i should be producing i don't actually mm. like this part of the job yeah we kind of switched and so roles. we kind of switched really? roles and now i just help produce stuff for her Really? Isn't that wild? Yeah. And he's an artist himself. Yeah. But he comes touring with me. He makes sure the tech is all good and everything. Really? He's like, yeah. And he shoots my videos on and and directs them for social media and stuff. That's that's all him. Yeah. That's my wife. My wife was, when we met, she was a writer and actress. Mm. And then and then when she got, pre- when she got pregnant, she was like, I'm going to be a mom. It's interesting. She focused on being a mom like for probably 18 years was that like i'm a ride or die mom for 18 years and then as soon as george went to college and isla was kind of up and running she was like a little bit i mean she started her podcast a while back but she was like a little like felt rudderless again and that's when we started this company and started really like focusing on uh on podcasting and and like and i mean fat we have the festival and we have the it's we have a ton of shit going on yeah but yeah, it's, yeah. but but to like do the creative stuff again for yeah, her too yeah yeah, it's yeah really i fun. think that's really important like i love like i realized at some point i was like i really like like i think that in the world there's like you're either the person 
or you're the person behind helping the person achieve a vision or a dream or an idea. Like you can see it just like they can see it. Yeah. And I was like very excited. I got really excited about making space versus taking up space. Does Ooh, that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And, it's just yeah. like, and it was like, I realized like, oh, this feels satiating. The other one I was filled with anxiety. And like this. When you when you were an actor. Yeah, trying to, try to fulfill like this. Like, and I, I was, even when I was doing good, I wasn't like, I didn't feel this sense of joy that I get now. Yeah. Which joy is a big part of like, but I think you know again like you know for Leanne it was like the it was like focus on kids and it coming back to it I think you can there's always coming back to it you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah it, my my dream would be to like collaborate with him in ways where he gets to be creative too mm -hmm. like, you'll find your way like back Leanne. to acting I bet I bet yeah. no but that's because that's what Leanne Leanne has has been uh even in in like when she was like she gave she gave up on acting, mm -hmm. and then oddly enough she's been in more projects lately. Like she was in my movie, she yeah. was in the cabin, she was in. I mean, she's in more stuff now than right. she's ever been in, and it's 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 interesting. I think when you, f I think when you f discover a new path, it always takes you back to a place. Like it always takes you back places that you didn't expect it to go. Yeah, and I also think being around a comedians. Like you really, it's a, it's an interesting art form that really kind of like at its best really forces a person to go deep into their authentic self. Well, some, not and, everyone does it. No, totally. Of course. But I mean, at least that was your journey. And it was just like, there's a sense of like artistically as an actor to get kind of lost in the identity of, of characters and stuff. You realize when you anchor it inward, like within you, you know who you are, that you really can like, you know, creatively blossom again, let, yeah. you know and relax and just enjoy the ride not take it so seriously yeah i, I mean I, I i can't imagine being married to a comedian because the amount the amount of times where you walk in and we are just talking to ourselves like yeah we i know just like i know and well for him <laughs> with the mom with schizophrenia you know it's not like a weird sight to see so i got lucky there <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like yeah where he's like oh well oh shit it, was, it, was, it could be worse <laughs> yeah I mean, it has well, been worse yeah, Wait, well, where did you grow up texas oh for where uh i'm dallas area mostly but i lived okay. in austin too for a while yeah oh wow yeah and then alabama and louisiana as well so what southern is, boys what is yeah we're both rednecks mm -hmm. so wait what is what is i say this I, this sounds like a question that would sound is negative. it illegal sorry is it illegal for me to go pee no go pee two seconds go ahead yeah yeah, please. And what is the top one percent is being googled still of <laughs> strongest people or something? Of no, 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 no. Bench pressing. What percentage of men can bench three hundred pounds? That was the question. I don't is that know. what it says? One in thirty thousand male. Yeah, yeah but only thirty thousand men have tried it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we've gathered all thirty thousand of them together. Yeah, I guess it's probably not that rare to bench three hundred pounds. I, I bet a lot rare. of dudes can do it. I can't do it. Well, I don't know. Anything not a lot of guys about... in fucking. Hollywood, but I bet if you get, I bet if you go to Nebraska, <laughs> no, for sure. you'd be shocked how many dudes can throw three hundred pounds. Off. Absolutely, yeah. Well, just because they're like, th you know, our focus is on this. No, is that why? There's also farm strength. Farm, farm strength, strength, very different. Yeah, it's a thing. Like, and I, and I oh, guarantee yeah. you, there's there's like, uh, I bet if different parts of the country too, like, uh, like I bet people in Miami, I bet it's probably pretty common because people like I used to think living in Florida, everyone was half naked, so everyone worked out. <laughs> Yeah. And then and then you go to New York and no one worked out in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember and I remember being attracted to women differently in New York being like, "Oh, that looks a little sloppy." 
you know <laughs> whereas like that shit wouldn't fly in florida because everyone's in bathing suits. they were always showing That's skin hilarious. yeah well new york is you know new york is about the hustle it's that mental connection yeah you yeah. guys so what is what is a childless life look like do you guys plan out like because when you have a kid you're almost like 20 years of your life is just set in stone we're staying here right. we're doing this this is what we're our things is but when you get married and you and you go i don't really want children like do you guys have like plans of living in paris have you ever broken a pair of hundred dollar or plus sunglasses it's the worst just dropping them on the pavement and then you drop them face down and you know they're ruined forever that's why I love Gooder sunglasses. I found Gooder sunglasses at my running store for the first time. 100% polarized and only $25. I ran the LA Marathon in a very high expensive pair of sunglasses. And the entire time I did this. Okay. Well, when I run outdoors or I hike outdoors, I don't run right now. I have plantar fasciitis. I love Gooder. They're lightweight and they're comfortable to wear. And they're comfortable to wear all day long. I have pairs everywhere. They're so affordable. You never have to worry about losing or breaking a pair. They're super comfortable. And, and I'm telling you, you don't even realize they're on your face. I have a few pair that I rotate on. I have some on the bus that I take on the road. I have I have them in the car. They're literally everywhere, so I can just grab them when I'm on the go because they are that affordable that I can keep an extra set in my car, on my bus, in my house. I have them in every car, and they're always releasing new colors and collabs so you can lay low or get wild. I put on it. I got a pair of, for hiking, I got a pair of the old school wraparound hardcore big glare up front. I want you to see yourself when you see me hiking towards you. Listen, they're awesome sunglasses. I'm telling you, if you're outdoors like me, they are the sunglasses you want. If you want to support the show also, pick up a pair. Gooder is giving Burtcast listeners free shipping on your first order. You can go to Gooder.com slash Burt and use the code Burt to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at Gooder.com slash Burt and use code Burt to get a free shipping. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just have to select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Testing my skills on prize picks is literally this football season is the most exciting thing I've ever done. And it's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps prize picks is really simple to play i can make my picks and submit my entries in less than 60 seconds let me tell you right now aaron Rodgers, all day every day uh taylor heineke all day every day quick withdrawals easy gameplay and enormous selections of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash Burt and use code Burt for a first deposit match up to $100. So nice you got to say it twice. Go to prizepicks.com slash Burt and use code Burt for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Like, do you guys have like plans of living in Paris? Do you guys know, like that's where I go? Hell yeah! I'm married to a workaholic. Yeah, because she's a comedian. Yeah, and uh, so there is like a level of like I think it's like a lot of comedy and laughing and talking about. Like I saw once that you and uh, talking about Leanne and how you were like frustrated by something. She was like, "You want to go out to dinner and like talk about that bit?" 
and just yeah. like being a sounding board. It's it, it's a lot of that. Yeah. We do that. It's a lot of laughing and you late have at night. a lot of fun too. And but we started dreaming about like where would we live? I mean, where you could live in Brooklyn. Yeah. You could really live just about anywhere. I'd live in London for a period and do stand up in London. Yeah. Yeah. Go to fucking like it's so cool. Like and and there's so many I'm not saying I'm not saying that my life isn't cool with kids, but I will say that there are parameters that were there were fences put up where yeah. like sure, I couldn't sure. do certain things. Right. And then I all mean of a sudden, at a certain time. Yeah. So we yeah. could we could do something maybe quicker than waiting for the kid to turn eighteen or whatever. So, like you could just go to Austin and hang out in the Austin scene for fucking six months and just do spots in Austin. And I mean, it's like, I look at like Tim Dillon who is uh, unmarried and, and will probably never have kids. Yeah. And it's just, he, during the pandemic, he had a house in Austin, a house in Tennessee, a house here had one in the Hamptons. And I was like, that's gotta be fun to just be like, I'm going to go to the Hamptons tomorrow. Yeah. Just bop around. I know. I mean, we do have grandma and my grandma does live 20 minutes away from us. And my mom is nearby. So it's not like, they, it's not like they are our kids, but they're also not not our kids. They, they, it's like <laughs> you have, know what I mean? Having a couple of elders. Not, not our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah having a couple of elders around is very much like looking after kids to a certain extent. I said, you know, I always say people ask me if I want kids like I didn't just wipe food off of my grandma's mouth two minutes ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm always doing that. Okay. I'm buying her diapers. I'm cleaning it. Like, you know, so it's we don't not have kids. Yeah. Wait, does your grandma cook? She does, but slowly she's stopped cooking. You know, how old is she? She's, she's be... eighty nine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so the, uh, she's, mm-hmm. she's... so she's like slower and like you know not cooking as much, more tired. So you know, yeah, like we we want to be around her. So we're not as like you know we 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 can't just like go to Paris out of nowhere for a while. Yeah, we in d- a way. Oscar likes to and she likes to include them on things too. Right. So I'll take them to Hawaii if I'm having a gig there. Are you doing the, are you taking them when you go to the blue note? I already did last time for another gig. We had a conversation, me and Ryan, where we were like, maybe we don't do everything with them. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. Mostly on it. I brought my entire family with me, Bert, on our honeymoon. Are you serious? That was a conversation we had afterwards. Yeah. Wait, where, where did you guys go to honeymoon? We went to Taiwan, mm-hmm. but I brought my grandma, my mom, my dad, and his ex. Who does that? That's crazy. <laughs> he was like, is this a cultural thing? I was like, no, it's a me thing. <laughs> is this a cultural thing? I was, like, nah. do you not? I was like, no. How do you not know me? My dad was there when we got engaged. My grandma was there for our first kiss. Hello, it's us. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I brought all of them, and it was a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Because, you know, we had shared an Airbnb with my mom and grandma. Mm-hmm. So, like, on our honeymoon. Yeah, to try to have sex. We, we, we'd be like, hurry, they're only buying eggs, you know? <laughs> like, oh. you know? And it's like, it was very stressful. So, I'm trying to do that less. Like, for example, maybe Blue Note this time, you mm-hmm. know, I don't bring them. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Even I, though they love Hawaii. She's been talking a lot about, um, this story with um, the honeymoon because she's writing something on it. And uh, so I went deep dived into my phone to find old pictures like from that period. I was like, maybe there's something here. This I was found five vi- years ago. Yeah, I found a video of myself. Just in like filming a, my in like a closet. And I, and, I, and I just was like, Ryan, time's going to go by and you're going to forget. Do not travel <laughs> overseas with Otsuko's mom again. It's too much. You just you're gonna need to be reminded, yeah. and uh, of course like, I made the same mistake yeah. over and over again. Yeah. But uh, but that video does, and you know, in the the sheer exhaustion on my face. <laughs> oh my god! He looked like a ghost in the video. Yeah, I was I was very 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 thin too. I think I just wasn't eating enough. Oh, so wait, uh, 
what does Taiwanese food taste like? Awesome. What is what is the hints of? Like, yeah, there's like you know, there's noodles. There's like dried noodles, soup noodles. Yeah. There's a does Taiwan do pork cold dishes. Noodles? Oh, you like cold noodles? Okay. Like cold yeah. cold soup noodles? I, I'm, I'm into I'm into um I'm into all the cooking shows on Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. All the Asian cooking shows. Yeah. There's just one on broth that is like the sexiest show I've ever oh, watched man. in my Ooh. entire life. Broth is a where whole it's at. season on broth. A whole season just all over the on world just broths yeah yeah and it's so fucking hot it's are like, you a broth person so like i yeah. feel like the older you get like in your 20s you don't fuck with soup you no. don't care about broth in your <laughs> 20s you're like no just i don't know you can eat just dry shit i need i need in in my 20s i was like i need a bun i need something big yeah i need like a burger a sandwich i want yeah. a hoagie i want like i was all about you ever been to blimpies uh-huh Blimpies was my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Publix. Have you ever been to Publix in Florida? No. So you're going to the Tampa Improv, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah. I'm pretty new to Florida. I okay. don't really know it. My mouth's watering right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone go? What will you pull up her Tampa date? Do you know when you're in Tampa? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, August third or something. So can yeah. someone of my fans uh <laughs> bring her a public sub to her show? Mm-hmm. A pub sub. So it's like a cold sub. It's, a, it's, it's like it's just don't worry about it. What's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite su- type of sandwich? I love Italian cold okay, cuts. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Can someone go to Publix and bring her an Italian sub from Publix? Load it up, but get an, a pub sub from Publix. Wow! It is. They are type in Publix subway to Publix sa- sandwiches. Yeah. The, so it, they're the fucking. You've had no. I'm just saying. If y'all show up with a with a with a with a sub, we'll get you in for free. Uh, yeah, <laughs> guys, someone from my show. <laughs> First of all, it's going to be an amazing comedy show. Your HBO Max special is fucking phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Uh, but public subs. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm trying they're to see. fucking legit huge sandwiches. You have that to- when, when we were kids, you'd get a like a foot long pub sub. Yeah. And you'd eat a quarter for lunch, a quarter for dinner, and then you'd eat the next. You could eat it for a fucking week. Hell yeah. Is it like, do they do, do they have like a special sauce or something? No, they just make great. Fucking, they just it's put just, a lot of shit on it. Okay, That's great. They load it up. Right, right, right. They don't, they don't, you, you get your money's worth. You get your money's more, worth. And more. And you're, and you'll really enjoy it. What are you guys doing when you're in, t- do you guys, do you guys try, like, party and do stuff when you go to these cities? Yeah, we like to, we like to see some sites, you know, I'm, uh, I like to like, I like to also rest, rest, but, you know, cause again, I drink every night, so I feel like. <laughs> what do you like to drink? I, I am a tequila girl. Tequila and mezcal, yeah. Oh, really? Do you, yeah. What tequilas do you enjoy? Oh, gosh. Uh, just any silver tequila. I love Terramana. Have you had the Rocks tequila? No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you got to try the Rocks I've tequila. Done, yeah, I've done, you know, what's his name? You know, the Casamigos thing. I've done Casamigos. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But Is no, that that's George Clooney's? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I like yeah, Casamigos. Yeah. I like um, I like the Rocks. Uh, Mark Wahlberg just came out with Fletcher Azul. Oh, okay. Oh, I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Uh, and then who's the other one we like? Oh, Los Dragones. Is it Casa Dragones? I don't know. I don't one. know. I've I've been snoozing on the rocks. I'm She's sorry. The rocks is good. Okay. That... The rock Terramon is really good. I had tequila last I just... night. I may not quit drinking tonight because now that you talk <laughs> about tequila, I really wanted tequila. Like I and, and you want Publix too. Tequila. My my here's where I fucked up on tequila. I was putting too much lime juice in it. Mm. So then what? You and, weren't and feeling I was acid reflux. Oh, oh yeah that's why okay yeah. yeah and so i switched i switched to less lime juice well i switched back to vodka for a period and then i went to wine and then i went to beer and then i was all over the fucking map mm-hmm. and then yesterday i was like if i'm gonna drink i just drink tequila so yesterday i had 
a, quite a few tequilas, mm. and I slept so well, perfectly. like a baby. I mean, so you didn't great. have a dream where you I were you were putting books away in a bookstore or whatever. Last night, yes, this will fuck you up. So I had a dream that while we slept, uh, crab-like, squid-like animals. So were, they were squids in that they had lots of tentacles, mm-hmm. but they were crab-esque in that they were hard-shelled. Dang. Uh, would, were you hungry? Yeah. Did you uh, go to bed hungry? Cause... I, I went to bed very hungry. Yeah, I, I mean. very hungry. It sounds they like you're craving. They would crawl out of our walls at night, Whoa. and they would latch onto us and suck out our sugars. And I woke up <gasps> in this dream. In this dream, I woke up in bed with one all over me like it was and it was like many <laughs> tentacles but crab like legs that would hook onto you and and like have suctions and uh, i peeled them off uh, and as i got them all off it sucked back into the wall into the air conditioning vent and the thing closed and i knew now that this is what they did so then my job was to go and find the rest of them because they were hidden as people during the day and so I went into office spaces, and I went in to find them out, and I knew they were after sugar. So what I would do is I Damn. would sit down for an interview, and the first interview was a child. And I went, ooh, I don't think this is one of them. And I sat down, and I put a Snickers bar on the center of the table, <laughs> and I said, I'm going to get to this in a second. This is my lunch. I'm so sorry. And I said, so tell me about working here. And I looked under the table, and under uh-huh. the table, out of his fingers, the claws were coming. Ooh, and I went, you're one of them. And he goes, you can't tell anybody. You can't tell anybody. <laughs> Did you watch and, Men in Black before bed? Yeah, no. this is like a mix of Men in Black and My Octopus Teacher. Have yeah. you yeah. ever seen that documentary? <laughs> and The Little Mermaid. It is. It is, it is. <laughs> and I think you're craving sushi. I, 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 <laughs> I feel like I a lot's going on sushi. here. <laughs> I love sushi. But, uh, but, and so that was my dream last night. And so I woke Dang. up from that. And then I had, I've, I've been having a lot of dreams about, um, about, well, because I listen to a lot of, uh, history podcast so i have a lot of dreams about nazis and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i have a lot of dreams about nazis <laughs> are you so stoked about you know oppenheimer i haven't just seen it. like yeah, war. i'm, ex- I'm yeah. excited to see it yeah yeah I my like buddy produced movies. it <gasps> no yeah, I'm, so i've been he's been talking about it for like two years yeah so he's been talking about this movie oppenheimer my God. and how great it is and how amazing it for is so long and all the challenges they've had making it yeah and and how great everyone is in it and so i'm i've been it's like imagine if your wife talked about sex for a week <laughs> and then finally you're about to have it and you're like i just want to make sure it's the right time you're like imagine <laughs> like imagine if yeah. your wife talked about sex for a week and then you realize she was just building an atomic bomb <laughs> it's like that it's kind of like that but <laughs> no we for some reason i really love war movies too me oh, and yeah. ryan oh. really love war movies I, yeah. I don't know what it is it's like i think well, like a villain Ah, I love I love when there's a good guy and a bad guy, and we just gotta crush those bad guys. You know what I mean? It's like that's why I love Puss in Boots. That's why I like my octopus teacher because I I never saw my octopus teacher. You know, it's it's more ethereal. You don't know who the bad guy is, but I think that guy had sex with the octopus. (laughs) Oh, there's no way way you don't put your dick in an octopus. He's so he hung out with the same octopus for for like yeah, and his family. He had a family with kids and stuff, and and they like. But he wasn't visiting them every day. You know, they were like, he was like, my family left me. But I would visit this octopus every day for longer and longer each time. And it's like, yeah. I mean, he learned how to hold his breath longer so that he could spend more time with her. You know? Yeah. Come on. What are they, holding hands? This is a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same octopus. Same octopus. Mm -hmm. 
that he would visit every single day. I was like, How did he know it was the same octopus? <laughs> I mean, you know, when, not you, racist when you look in your octopus, <laughs> when you look in your lover's eyes, you know. Well, I mean, maybe it's the touch of there's got to be a way. tentacle. I, f- I bet you, I bet, <laughs> I, I bet if you put nobody's asked this question, Bert, with me, yeah, uh-huh, you wouldn't know. I bet <laughs> you would get to know them, Bert. I think you're. You remember people very well. It sounds like last night you had this happen to you. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the kid in the in the dream, the kid said, "We're just taking your sugars. It's good for your body. Trust me." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "It doesn't hurt anybody. It's good for you. You sleep better. That's why you sleep better when we suck on you." And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> Dang, uh, vivid dreams. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I've had. Maybe I've... our brains are broken. I don't. We don't remember dreams. At all, but we, uh, yeah, but we do like war movies. That's one thing we have in common, all yeah. three of us. But uh, uh, yeah, we do. Don't... You guys sleep naked? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Com- sleep naked. Yeah, yeah. completely. But uh, not last night. I didn't because I got spray tanned. <laughs> oh, you had to cover. Oh, you, you had to, to protect the sheets. I guess, or it just, I don't know. I don't know. It... Why, why, I don't know why you. But we had to sleep with clothes on, like all clothes on. Oh, That's what, they shirt. Yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> like all clothes on? Hat. <laughs> I wore sunglasses, overalls, wore, uh, jacket, cocktail in hand, shoe. <laughs> I don't know. Dimitri Martin, used watch. Do you know who Dimitri Martin is? Yes. It's so funny. I he took his me. haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was time someone else got in it. You know, in comedy. Oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. It's not worth telling my Demetri Martin story now. It's so much better. No, tell me. Tell me. He used to have a joke about he got a pair of pajama pants and it had dead pockets. And he goes, For all those times, I need to hold things while I sleep. <laughs> That's so true. He's so funny. It's so There's true. There's so many fucking really, really, really talented comedians. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Like in the percentage of people that can bench 1%, 1 in 30,000. Right? <laughs> How many people in comedy? I guess okay. That's a good question. I more people can bench three hundred percent than can make you laugh on stage. I bet. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what uh. do you think the percentage of funny, like funny comedians, a funny comedian? And that's not just counting anyone that does comedy. I'm talking mm-hmm. about versus. I mean, just if you did just people who did comedy versus people, mm-hmm. you think it's m- more. More common for people to bench 300 pounds than it is for people to be funny. I do. I tell her this all the time. I'm like, yeah. But if she's having moments of self doubt, I'll be like, just remember, there are less than probably 10,000 people on the planet Earth who can do what you do at your level right now. I think it's less than 10,000. I think it's less than that too. But I'm saying like 10,000, you said? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Like it's just like, how many comedians? So how many comedians? In the world, even. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. In the world, less than ten thousand. That's got to be accurate. Who can just yeah, walk in a less than ten thousand yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, and just know that they're going to the... make fifteen hundred people laugh, no problem. You know, like that's that's a rare skill set. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, it's, I, like, I, it's, like it's like it's like, uh, it's like being. I always say it's like it's like being the strongest person in the world. I th- like I said, that's why I'm like we're magicians, we're mentalists. I I mean, I sound maybe insane, but. It's a craft that's very that takes a lot of skill, not just writing joke skill, but reading people, reading a room, 
being able to get into people's psyche and understand the human condition and yeah one of the really hardest things is when you can say something that is uh politically incorrect but not offend the people who it is meant to offend like that is the real skill set like I, when i watch mm. david tell do it and mm. he and he like i don't i don't mm-hmm. do that as much i gotta be honest with you i'm starting to think i'm the lamest comedian around because all my friends are like super edgy and like <laughs> and i'm and i'm and i kind of at a certain point in my career i just was like it was i was like i'll take my shots but i'm not my goal isn't to try to my goal isn't try to try to push the boundaries my goal is just to make you laugh exactly mm. like, that's I what i was saying yeah. with your mo when you wake up what is it my goal is, is it to have fun and giggle i want to and- giggle and laugh and have fun and i want i want it to i want someone at one point to go God, this is the best fucking day ever and that's why people like you too so why would you change that to suddenly change your mo to try to step on someone's toes or you know be edgy suddenly yeah there's well that was i think the mistake when we were young when when i was young was the goal was to be the edgiest guy in the room mm. and sure. i just felt like that was I, that was a short game is that you could say really aggressive things but then i had one show where uh, a chick came out and said you know i really don't like that joke and she's like it makes me not feel human and i went well that wasn't my intention at all mm. uh-huh. and she was like i just I, she goes i don't think it was but i just want you to know like I mean, I guess keep working on it if you're really committed to it. But if you're not committed to it, I would lose it. And I was like, I wasn't committed to it. I wasn't committed to it because it, it was kind of hacky, in my opinion. I, I think sure, yeah. it's a and joke I'll see. I'll, it's a joke I'll see other comics do uh, now and be like really proud of. And then I go, eh, but ultimately, should you be? Ultimately, with edgy jokes, it is more the hacky stuff that's more annoying Yeah. to me. Not annoying, but it's like, ah. I don't know if it's worth the, because it's not really even like real laughter. It's more like clapter or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's the same thing as like that. It's getting so it's like that isn't is it worth it? Because and, like, and I'm not talking about like Atel. Like Atel really takes chances. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a take chance motherfucker, and he delivers. He he doesn't take a chance simply to say I'm the guy taking chances up here. It's what entertains him. Mm-hmm. It, it's what makes him giggle. Tight yeah. Is the fucking is <laughs> what the fuck is my wife doing? The girls are home. <laughs> girls, girls, get in here. But it's, dun, but dun, it's dun, it, dun, like dun, I love dun, that. Dun. I love that about Atel is that he or like Tommy and 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 Joe, uh, fucking Santino, Mark Norman, Shane Gillis. Like I love Shane Gillis takes chances that I that I I love. I, I he makes me he makes me giggle so fucking hard. But at the same time. I see other dudes t- seeing what it's like. It's like watching people do what other people do, and then going, "Oh, I'm doing that now." Yeah. As opposed to yeah, going, yeah, "What yeah. do you want to do?" Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's the copying that. I think that's what it is. When you see the inauthenticity, it's like, yeah. "Oh, it's because like you, you were just trying to one up somebody else or something." It was like a challenge you gave yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so true. What uh, what um, did Tig give you any notes on your special? She was very like, "You've built this, so I'm you trust you. I'm gonna let you sort of run things, but little tiny things like you know when you come on stage, just sort of like take in the audience. Yeah, you know, like, and I've seen everyone do this, but 
that's something, you know, just little tiny things that I might have missed just because I'm like, let's get to the show. You yeah. know? She's like, no, you can take it in. Take it in. Take your moment. There's a, there's a, once you do a, once you do a couple specials, you start going like, oh, there's a lot that you see that are like amateur mistakes, like little, little things. Like I remember uh, when I first started doing a couple on TV things, mm. it was not moving the mic off to the side. Mm. You know, like I would take the mic out and leave the mic stand in the middle of the fucking room. Oh, sure, sure, And sure. then all of a sudden I'm, You're like I'm, I'm navigating, it. I got a mic in the middle of all my shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mic stand in the middle of my it. shots. Yeah, yeah, right. it's yeah, kind of, yeah. it's kind of interesting. Like yeah. the little things you can tell people, yes. you know, where you're like, yo, when you rip your shirt off stage, throw it all the way off stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But Tig fucked with me. So like the first, <laughs> yes. after the first one, because she's a fucker. <laughs> she always does this where you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, she's joking, but she's saying it seriously. Yeah. And she's like, so like after your show, after, you know, you're done, maybe like clean the stage. Just like take, your stool with you, your cup, and everything you've left as like a goodbye. And I remember I we were just like about to shoot, so I was like, "Sure, yeah, that sounds great, yeah, awesome." <laughs> like, like what if I've never seen that ever? Yeah, yeah. Nobody does that. And then so after the first one, I'm like, "Thank you so much, goodbye." And like, <laughs> I'm putting the mic away. I put the mic away. I get the stool and I take my mug and then, and then like like and people are like. <laughs> what like what is this is a janitor janitorial uh, what what's happening and then and then uh she's like laughing when i get off that's fucking hilarious. and she's like oh so that was you didn't you shouldn't have done that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what, why did you tell me that maybe yeah and I, yeah so yeah so she did do that yeah yeah, yeah. that did happen that's fucking that's great. her role as director yeah <laughs> oh that's great were you in the edit with her Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. The editing is the I'm not good at that, but my wife is. That's yeah, my wife, she's in my the wife, room. My wife goes in the room and she's just a cunt. And she just goes through and tells everyone. She just does no she doesn't care about anyone's feelings. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. Cut that out. That's so dumb. Why'd you even have that in there? You mean like <laughs> a whole ass joke? Oh, a whole ass joke. Come on. This come is on. taking forever. Oh my God. What, what do you really made a meal out of this one? Do we have this shorter on another set? But aren't you ever like, hey, like you were there for the taping though? Yeah, no, she, no, she. Or like you knew this was the hour. Yeah, she, she, uh, she's like, God, this seems slow. Does this seem slow to you? And I'm like, uh, yeah, now that you bring this up, sure, it all feels, like, <laughs> <laughs> feels yeah. a lot slower now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of life oh just God. slowed down. She, like, her biggest thing is the second I get on stage, she's like, all right, let's get started, get to the joke, and then. <laughs> And then, like, why in Cleveland, I had like a. I love that she knows comedy like that too. Yeah, that's cool. Well, she, I I think. I think she just. I think she knows entertainment. Like I think she. I think she's good at pointing out when she's bored. Like it's very valuable. She does it with edits on like when we do videos. She'll be like, she'll be like, enough. I'm bored. Yeah. Let's go. Like and just she's just good. She no, because if all, she's feeling it, like, you know, the audience will too. And you can trick yourself into not feeling it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, yeah, I can see past that. I can, yes. I know, what, as I the know author, what's coming up. Yeah, as the author and creator yeah. of it, yeah. He's like that too. 
And mm-hmm. he's he, he's nicer about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like, oh God, what? He's not like that. <laughs> Maybe in ten years, uh... <laughs> he's like boring, <laughs> hacky joke. Okay, all right, let's get to it. Put oh. the shirt back on, big guy. <laughs> oh, we're making weird noises with your mouth again for attention or whatever. No, but uh, he, you know, he'll be like, yeah, okay, I can see, you know, if if it's like a new joke that I'm come, yeah. I'm thinking of, but I'm like unsure about it he'll be like yeah i think i know why you're unsure about it because it's not actually your i don't think it's your type of silly joke that you like you're probably doing it because you want to hit this sort of subject and like he'll fucking read me yeah. <laughs> you know like and um but but it's a little I've, I've heard it before and i'm like you're right you're right i felt oh, that that's too. really valuable for you know? someone to go i've heard that joke before yeah like because yeah, yeah. that's what i bring i bring a lot of younger comics on the road with me and I say, I say, you don't need to give me notes or it's like, I, I remember one, this is going to sound arrogant, but I remember one time I brought someone with me and I was like, so what did you think of my set? And the guy's like, you're fucking amazing. And I was like, no, I know, but I need notes. And he was like, dude, I, I can't do what you're doing. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's right. I've been doing it longer. Mm-hmm. So there, there is a, like a, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying I'm better than that kid, but like, I'm probably doing things he hasn't figured out yet. Sure. And, and for me, they're little tricks or, or whatever, but he's like. So I was like, oh, I'm not getting any notes from this kid. But I was like, am I doing anything that steps on other people's stuff? Because that, if you're yeah. fucking, if you're my age and you're doing other people's material, it means you're out of touch. It means you're not in the clubs. It means mm. that you're not dialed into stand-up anymore. Yeah. You're not paying yeah, attention. Yeah. To the zeitgeist. To, to, to the zeitgeist. And you're not, and by the way, it means you're writing a little hacky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, means, it means like if, if I'm sitting up there and I'm doing bits, by the way, as I say this, someone's going to pull out all my whole act to be like, this is from this guy's act. This is from this guy's act. <laughs> no, but I try to, I try to write pretty authentically. I don't think, I think I'm the only one with an escape room bit. Like I think, and I, yeah, and I have yeah, characters yeah. that I create in the, well, not create, but I have in my family that are pretty authentic characters. And, yes. And I try to write pretty authentically from those. And you know, I, I, I know I've been accused of like, oh, I saw that on Reddit. And I was like, but did, is it me? Mm-hmm. Like, did you see, so did someone quote me? Because you got to remember, I toured this for eighteen months. 100%. Is someone quoting me on Reddit? Because hundred percent. And like, I, there was a one I had. I had a joke about one of, and this is the thing, the problem with joke jokes. You know, like when you write a joke joke, but I had a joke joke about me and my wife wanting to have safe sex because she was sick, and, she, and I, she's like, "You're gonna wear a condom," and I was like, "No, doggy style." So we cough into the wall. And so, <laughs> and then, and then the day I released the special, yeah. it became a meme. Someone just watched it and then was like, "Oh, cool." And then they made a meme of it, yeah. right? And then it, and then everyone started uh, sharing it, and I was like, "Yeah, I've been telling yeah. that joke for a long time. I've never seen that meme." Yeah, but uh, but yeah, you got it. You got to be, you got to be kind of fresh with what everyone's doing because you don't want to. You got to be watching what everyone's doing a little bit, a totally. little bit. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's part of the work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. You watch other people, and then you work on your own, your own stuff. But yeah, yeah. I mean, or else. That's how it happens. So what's so what's the game plan for you? What do you see? Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, in five years, five years, uh, no. <laughs> it's hard for me to answer that because yeah. I'm always like, oh my gosh! I used to not want to dream. I used to be so scared of dreaming big. Oh, you're I never, to. I never dreamed big when I was young because I was like, oh, there's no way. I don't know. Not me. There's no way. Me? No way. Um. Like as a kid, even my ultimate dream was to work at an ice cream parlor. That was my ultimate so dream. So achievable. And then I did achieve it, Bert. At, at seventeen, <laughs> was it everything you thought it would be? At seventeen, 
No, and it was that Cold Stone Creamery. You had to sing when they tipped you. So it was like that's so shitty. And because you had to work extra, even though you just got the tip, you had to go into song yeah, and dance. <laughs> so no. And so, you know, I didn't. Yeah. So I'm scared to dream big. But, you know, now everything seems like, oh, it is possible. I want to continue doing stand up. I want to I want to, you know, tour it, share it with the world and, um, you know, do more specials. And then, you know, I'm working on, you know, the TV show version of sort of my life and then um the, that would be the, so the good. honeymoon story if you authentically sh- i mean it's you'd need a, a brave streamer mm-hmm. because it, the, the authentically your your life should not be funny it shouldn't mm-hmm. like it, <laughs> it, you know it's not it wasn't set up as a comedy <laughs> right, 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 right. But because of you, it turns into a comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what's really <laughs> fucking interesting. That's the super. It's like you. Do you know Miss Pat? Yes, I know. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She is. Her life was 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 meant to be a very sad story. A hundred percent. But man, if it's not the funniest shit you've <laughs> ever heard in your life. Yeah, yeah, and that's like my mo. And so I think so. So that's what we're working on, and then. And then the movie um, is just from the honeymoon story, bringing the entire family God, with me on my honeymoon. Yeah, kind of like the I'm kind of in my family the um, Chevy Chase character from Vacation. Yeah, yeah, but I'm the youngest and a girl, and you know, but I'm like, no, family on three, family on three. Everyone needs to do this <laughs> because I, you know, everyone needs to go to Wally World. We're going, and they're like, we don't need to go. And I'm like, but you guys are so sad. You're so sad. Just look at you. And they're like, we're not sad. And I'm like, you need this. I'm like that. Yeah. And um, yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that because <laughs> I think everyone, I think everyone's sadder than they actually are, and that's, you know. Yeah. I, I don't mean to keep going, but no, we're wrapping this up. Yeah, we should wrap Bert's, it up. We, we've done, we've done because two Bert's, hours. Oh, because Bert's spray tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it's my legs. Look how good my legs look. You need to go show <laughs> your spray such, tan off. You need I have to go a workout s- at 3.30. I can't wait to show my trainer my spray tan. <laughs> you have a fully loaded day. I have a you fully loaded day. You can get tickets at... Fully you get loaded. tickets at fullyloaded.com. <laughs> no, Tops Off World Tour, baby. Tops Off World Tour is back. <laughs> we are uh, like I am... I am Hardcore into promotion for my fall t- for my fall tour. Hell yeah! I can't wait. I'm excited to go back on the road. I got seven weeks off. No, now six weeks off. Not really because I got to go to like Montreal. I got to go to Austin a couple times. Yeah, but I'll do one more spray tan right before I get on the road. I love it. It looks great, doesn't it? It does look good. Yes, looks aw- looks like I got back from the beach. Yeah, it just makes a person look like tighter and younger and just like I really, energetic. I know you're not allowed to do it, but I kind of want to go black and see what it feels like. <laughs> like all all like like. All, like black like just like is like, that a thing they do at the spray town yeah. I, don't, uh, I think it's salon? i think it's pretty racist yeah i think you'd probably feel unemployed do you I think, think <laughs> i think i think you'd make it would make you feel unemployed I think, <laughs> that might be a side effect of it i think it would make you feel i would love be, i would love to see what my skin looks like as a black man like because because i like a tanner version of me yeah. so i'm into a mediterranean bird right yeah, yeah. Sure. like i is, love is it. This, it's, it is this it, it this? gives me confidence yeah it uh-huh, gives me confidence uh-huh. i feel skinnier yeah but then i went oh like and i i wish i could get a pass for this like i wish someone would be like ti would be like yo man go as black as you want just don't do your face and like <laughs> just oh wow just, yeah and do 
like a like a black man like uh like my buddy my, did my, you say tia because he's also in comedy now and comedy, someone yeah. that that you know <laughs> and, I, and, I, and he's got to be able to get it like dave, like dave Chappelle black like dave Chappelle's a good like uh that sounds horrible he's a good color <laughs> he's a good well i mean talk, no but like i like i would i kind of want to go like fucking dark black like uh the chick from belly black so like you, you want to do the white girl's version of life yeah but i would just just after i get <laughs> the a spray opposite. tan i'm like i'm like dude I bet black would look great. Do you think they would that that would cost extra just because it would cost extra? You, you need a black chick the, to do it. It would cost extra because you know the people would be scared to do it. So they're like, for me to do this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, would, be, no one would willingly. It's gonna be paint you black. No, <laughs> gonna do it. Like, pull up, pull up the blackest like, bodybuilder. That's not. The, that's probably not what you want to pull up. Pull up, <laughs> pull up, uh, bodybuilder dark tan. Because they go black in they bodybuilding, do, they, they they get really mm. because black looks it it, it uh, accentuates. Look at how black they go. I see, I see, yeah, yeah, and then and then they put that extra oil on you anyway. Yeah, the the grease. I will for be taking shirtless pictures after my workout today. Yeah, and, and expecting these results. Yeah, I don't see why you, should, you wouldn't be able to get that in one day. Wow! See, look how dark he goes. Click on him from the Arnold Classic. Oh, oh, like that's oh, black. That's whoa, black. That is a, whoa! I did not know that. I'm sorry. I thought you meant like black bodybuilders. I didn't know you were talking about white. No, bodybuilders. white guys who go black. That is. Oh, that's that looks like he fell into a ninety percent black, ten percent white. <laughs> that looks like he was visiting like a chocolate factory yeah and he did fell in and hershey's was like sir you can't go there and then he fell into the pot like i'm i might have i might have just opened pandora's box yeah this is the whole thing look at this what yeah because your body looks better tan than it does white so like you're when you go tan it hides your flaws it looks like he didn't want to lose the privilege of from the neck up though right no someone's like hey don't forget don't forget it's bill it's bill (laughs) It's Bill in here. I know I look Bert, gorgeous. It's Bill. Yeah, he's got. Bert, he gets, this he, is what you asked for. You just asked for the bodybuilder tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't, you know, get, get canceled. <laughs> Type in Bert. That's what you asked for. You yeah. say I want the bodybuilder spray tan. No, give me I, that. I like it on my. Actually, I don't know if I like my face this tan. Don't go in and say, "Give me the ti." Say, "I want the bodybuilder tan." Look at that guy. He's just got black abs. Like he he blacked out his oh, his obliques. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Like black dudes, black they're like these bodybuilders put on ridiculous spray tans. Wow! But it's because it accentuates the body; it hides any thought. Like I swear to God, like when I look at myself from the side, it doesn't look great. Today, <laughs> it looked so good. Like it might, it looks like I'm the def- spray tan. It, yeah, it just it hides everything. Yeah, I feel like, but Bert, you're gonna be wildly distracted by the fact that your body is now black that yeah, you yeah. won't even be able to see wait do you think do you think if i ripped my shirt off on stage workout. and it was all black they'd be like that's a I, little distracting i feel i feel like you and you're like you're like guys don't i look skinnier they're like there's other <laughs> things going on bert like yeah. we're not you're like don't i look cuter and you're like wait what <laughs> uh, i've been working out well we don't know because now we're look we're looking at how your body is a completely different <laughs> I just love, I love how like child logic this is. It's like, 
It's just like, no, but I just look better this color. It's like, you can't do it, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it. But why? Wait, they spray tan black guys too? Black guys go even darker? Have you seen that it color of black that no. disappears? Into what? Into they created a negative black, meaning it's a black paint that you can't see. Type in negative. Look at Whoa, this guy. Look at this guy. I wanna, I, I mean, he I, goes right up to his jaw. Yeah. Yeah, the jaw. Yeah, I, wanna, yeah, yeah. I just want to know who it's the weird. first person who did it was. It's weird. Negative black paint. Okay. Okay, and what does it, so it, turn, it come out it as? It comes up. The, as the a color. color that you the color disappears mm -hmm. so you can't see any uh like to go to that car you okay. can't see the other car i think the one in the yeah that one you can't see anything you can't see the handles you can't see it just sucks oh, all light out of it yeah so yeah. you can't see anything so everything just looks like dark space oh weird oh that's really yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah. i love that that's really that's fashion that's high fashion to yeah. me that's how dark I want to go. I want to do that. So you can't even see me. <laughs> yeah, I love this, like the opposite of like really white guys, like when they're in pictures and it's like their chin just disappears. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, like they become a Simpsons character straight yeah. on. So you want to just and then and then what? Just like stand in darkness. <laughs> in darkness and just scare the shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a spray tan I got. It's negative black. You want to put the, the you want to just. But Leanne doesn't to, like the color of her feet. But growing up in Florida, tan feet were the coolest shit in the world. Because if you had tan feet without without a, a sun, uh, flip flop strap, that meant you spent a lot of time outside barefoot. So you were fishing or surfing mm -hmm. or or doing something outside on barefoot, mm -hmm. which was like uh, almost like a. I mean, maybe it was just a badge of honor to me. The things I, you know, the things I think are important. That is so important. important. That is cool. Like, but I go, I was like, remember that as a kid? And everyone's like, I never noticed that's that. That's Florida important, though. That's yeah, but, Florida, that's... but that's only Florida burnt important. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't think that's Florida. Like, there was just one chick. I think chick. that's cool that you were out there doing shit. Like, yeah. being, you know, physical. There's one chick, I, the woman that introduced me to a foot fetish in eighth grade. And she came back from the beach and her feet were perfectly tanned, top to bottom. And I went, no flip flops trap, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And I went, that defines leisure to me. <laughs> like that. She just was barefoot in the sun. Beautiful feet, too. Mm. Beautiful fucking feet. Mm. And she would sit with her legs crossed in class and flip her shoe like this. And I would just sit across from her and stare at her foot the entire time. Mm. Leanne's got great feet, but she doesn't like her feet spray tanned, which kind of bums me out. But I don't know if I like Leanne spray tanned. Like Le Leanne spray tan too. You last night, my wife. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I. It's crazy. She looks a little different. She looks a little bit like a Mediterranean woman, like Raquel Welch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I go, hmm, that's a different woman that I signed up for. Yeah, maybe just the feet. I like a little bit of a Scottish. You hand. just want. The yeah, feet. but just do her feet, just hands, the feet, like their gloves. Like, like it's a sock. <laughs> it's just a yes, sock. Yes. You know? Then it's still. Hey, that's still Leanne. Then it's a, then it's a look. And then yeah, yeah then, you know, yes. she could be like, no, no, those are socks. I think it's fashion. I mean. Honestly, like, you know, trashy <laughs> and high fashion go well together. Do Asian spray tan type in Asian Oh, yes, spray they tans. do. Like, bad. Oh, for They real? like blackface. Really? Yeah, oh, Japanese people up. do. Japanese people really love getting into other people's culture because... Why is that? Because they don't have their own. <laughs> what are you talking about? Samurai culture? Yeah, but then they get tired of it. And they're like, oh, that's all we are. Do you think it's because it's an island? I think so. so. And they're so few influences on an island 
Probably, yeah. And they, they, they do everything. They wear uniforms. They work. They, you know what I mean? They do everything. Yeah, when, they're, when the cultural appropriation comes up. If you look up, if you look up Japanese, up. like, tan or Japanese. Japanese. Have you ever seen the Japanese gangsters, the the mm-hmm. Mexican cholo gang? Oh, Japanese yeah. guys who are walking down the street with their socks pulled up to their knees, with pit bulls mm-hmm. and big braids and like mm-hmm. tattoos mm-hmm. up to their neck. Mm-hmm. It looks so cool. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting that that is not their culture at all. Yeah, it, like that. It's that it is completely stolen. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. That's true. So these are the girls. They see see how oh bad God. some of it is. It's like. Okay, girl, that's not. That's yeah. It's good. It's called ganguro. Guro means black, and it's Type just on like, that one. Click on that one that you're. No, the one that looks like a fucking war paint to the right. The one that looks like you. Oh my, yeah, that you got it. And then the one next to it. Holy shit. Yeah, they, they look like rodeo clowns. It's too wild. They want to not look Japanese, you know, and uh, so they get really into other people's culture. You know, I yeah. It's wild. I can see getting into other people's culture because it seems it is fun to like try. What is it? Uh, your my culture is not your costume, but it oh, is yeah. kind of fun to like have a hint of something in your like to like f- have an influence. But I I can see the whole my culture is not your costume. I can understand that, but it's crazy that other cultures do it hardcore. Oh yeah, they do it hardcore. What Japanese people do is so hardcore. I think it's the whole individualism thing that they don't have going on. Yeah, and that's why the suicide rates were high and stuff. Is that like it's like we're company men. Everyone's like a company man, and everyone's in uniforms since ever since they're a kid, you know. And they follow the rules, and you try not to stand out. And so this is a way they can stand out: is they go, well, I don't want to just wear Japanese uniforms and bow all the time and be on time and work for a company and you know be a mom, stay at home mom. Like I want to be just like the Jamaicans or. <laughs> I want to be a Mexican, whatever. I think that's yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it goes brings me back to that documentary I saw about Dayton, Ohio, where they brought oh. Oh, the yeah. Kia factory over. I think it was, or maybe it oh, was okay. Korean or Japanese. I forget, uh-huh. but they brought over a factory uh, that does windows. They just do windows, mm-hmm. but they do them out of Japan. And then this guy came over and said, "Yo, there's infrastructure here in Dayton. Dayton used to be a huge hub for the auto industry, mm-hmm. and then it shut down." This guy goes, "I'll bring it over." But we're going to bring over, uh, I say Asian only because I don't know if it's Korean or Japanese. We're going to bring over Asian, the Asian business model. And there's one fucking dude who like almost breaks your heart, but it can't break your heart because he doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it, totally in subtitles. He's like, yeah, I just work hard, you know, and uh, and I, I just want to make sure that I, I bring no shame to the company. And he's like, I, I have a Twinkie for lunch. Um, I have a Twinkie for dinner. What? And I just smoke cigarettes. I, I enjoy Twinkies. And you're like, oh my God, this guy's just begging for cancer. And he's, <laughs> he's like, dying <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. And and all and then they're talking about the American people. They're like, they're like, they want like lunch breaks. They want vacation time. And they and when you juxtapose the two cultures, it is alarming yeah. how different American culture, just culture of like, yo, I want weekends off. I want fucking vacation time. I'm not working more than 40 fucking hours. I don't, you know, it's interesting. I had this And I, of, I think that's good. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone should. But, but what happens is it's amazing because the middle ground is for an American, 
You have to incentivize them to work hard, meaning you have to give them a reason of possible ownership of something or like you have to give them a reason to want to work as hard as they can. Mm -hmm. It's not ingrained in in, in the American work ethic. It really genuinely isn't, in my opinion. And I say that mostly from the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. But all I know is that if you incentivize someone or give someone a possibility of ownership, they work for something, they work harder. If you just say, yo, I need you to work, there's so many, especially with what happened with COVID, everyone just goes like, I'm not going into an office. I work from home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. now no one's going into offices and all this infrastructure we have is just, I got to fucking go. Uh, all this infrastructure <laughs> is just shutting down. But then you look at these Asian companies and they're like, I want to bring pride to my family. I want to bring pride to my, I want people to respect me. I'm going to, and, and they're working themselves to the bone. And I'm like, wow, yeah. what the middle ground is like Switzerland. The middle, yeah, that's why they're blackface. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's because they're fucked up. They're eating Twinkies and being like, "I don't know who I am. I think I'm. I think I really am Ethiopian." Yes, the, the workplace can break a person. Yeah, no, we'll let you go. I yeah, my my trainer's here in 15 minutes. Trainer, <clears throat> Megan Trainer, and, and, she sings to me. Megan Trainer, and that was Burt Cast with Burt Kreischer and Otsko Katska and Ryan Harper Gray. Is that how you finish? That's it. Thank you so much. And now I say I love you in Taiwanese. <laughs> Good luck. I don't actually know I, in Taiwanese. Wait, what do you speak? A Mandarin. Mandarin, which is like Mandarin? Chinese. Yeah. Oh. It's Wo Ai Ni. I know go. That. Oh, you knew wo, that. Wo Ai Ni, go. <laughs> <laughs> wo Ai Ni, go. Uh, no, my best friend, our best friend speak Mandarin. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to keep this going. I'm going to keep talking. All right. I love <laughs> you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.